Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm. We're a Final Fantasy XIV podcast, and this week, we are welcoming back a member of the community who has been absent for some time because, well, he had responsibilities. But he's back, and with hell of a force at that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about PvP while we're at it because we feel like we finally owe it to him to talk about PvP now that people actually like it. So, he's tried to get us to talk about it beforehand, and it's just never worked. I forced the topic a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's as forced as he said. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Happy. Of course, joining me is Sly. How you doing, Sly? Uh, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yo, you hunting? We hunting. We hunting. We hunting. Yeah, that Camellio's breath yesterday was bullshit. I'm just going to put that out there. Right. <laughs> I'm still on that. I was so mad. I was like, I'm going to Metsu Shoregeki. Oh, I guess I'm not going to Metsu Shoregeki this. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I have no yeah. clue what you guys are talking about. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Oh, oh, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since I played it. That's fine. Yeah. You've been busy, and you know what? You're busy for the next two hours, too, because our guest for the show today, as the namesake of the title would probably tell you, we got Frosty. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 With, hey, with cool a folding chair and a green screen in the back. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel like putting it up. I do. So this room, this this one uh, changes my life. So we, we got this house, and uh, this belonged to someone's daughter before, and they have this cool little light thing that's up at the ceiling that I can change the color whenever I want. Oh, that's I don't what know that if, is. I thought my, my eyes were probably bad. not seeing anything. Yeah. No, I can. Yeah. I mean, I can tell it's different. <laughs> I don't know what the colors are, but... It, it looked like somebody was, like, flashing a light. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a whole, like, c- controller for all the different colors and everything that I can do. Wow, there's, like, four whole colors on that thing, if you ask there's me. There's a lot more than four <laughs> on there, man. I only see four colors. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, fair. fair, fair. Uh, oh, yeah, good. no. It's good to have you, Frosty. Thanks, man. Thanks. It's been, a, it's been crazy over the last, I don't know, five, six months... Uh, it's been just a wild ride of learning how to be a parent and learning how to keep my job uh, <laughs> and do both of those at the same time. So I had to kind of step back a little bit. But I figured uh, now's a good time to kind of get back and involved with everything. I honestly, almost right after the World Race, I only had a little bit of time after the World Race, uh, Savage World Race, to really be too involved in things. Uh, and then afterwards, I kind of had to just put a break on it and say, hey, I at least owe my my daughter, my firstborn, some dedicated time. Uh, and I couldn't do it without cutting something out. And so, unfortunately, I had to be uh, doing streaming and mog talk for a little while. But, yeah, now I'm finding a little bit of time here. And I had our first show last Saturday when you came on. Uh, and we had Rook and Arthas, and it, was, it just felt so good. It felt so good to talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) It did. Not just talking to your child like one day you'll talk back. Yeah, and not co-workers, you know. Like actual people that I consider friends that I can have a good conversation and feel comfortable around uh, and just let all the stress go. Uh, And so I I don't know, man. It's it's been great. And now I'm trying to get into PvP and make sure I get caught up with everything because I do want to be super involved with it if I can. Uh, because it was a passion before they came out with this new mode, uh, and I wanted to see how this was all going to play out going forward. And I have done some research, and I have had some conversations, and it is, there's a lot to talk about when yeah. it comes to uh, CC. 
Mm-hmm. Not even just CC, the other aspects of the job changes and front lines, how that panned yeah. out as a result, and Rival mm-hmm. Wings coming back, and what they announced today. So we have plenty of topics to get your thoughts on. You will be the okay. focus of this show, as, as again, the namesake of the title Let's suggests. Until we get tired you. of you, and then we'll, we'll talk. We'll, sure. have some, we'll have somebody else talk. <laughs> um, okay. Before we go on any further, though, Quick sponsor shout out. Uh, shout out to Steel Series. They've been sponsoring the show, the, my channel, the podcast for years now. There is a giveaway for the month of July. If you're watching live on Twitch, please go to the YouTube video from last week or go to the YouTube video when this comes out and enter. It's free stuff. Why not? Right? Or just buy something. Just buy the 12% discount code because they're the sponsor and they'd love it if you did that. And then I'd love it if you did that because it's cool. All right. So thanks to them for sponsoring. Also, our members over on Patreon for supporting. Thank you to them. Uh, they don't get anything special out of it. They just do it because they want to, and we appreciate them. So. And we love you. Yeah, we love you. So shout out to our sponsors. And with that, the Frosty Show begins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know you know how I can tell you were really ready to say everything you said before I got to my sponsor readout? That was mm-hmm. what you just said was going to be the first thing I said. Why I was going to be I, like, why don't you catch everybody up on what you've been up to? I am so sorry. <laughs> you know, I just I just go, man. I just <laughs> It feels natural. Like I, I do this all the time and I apologize we, we, for it. We have this we have this I wouldn't call it an issue every time where we go on each other's podcast and we're always in podcast mode, no matter what, if we're guests or hosts or whatnot, like we're always in that mode. Yeah. You yeah. never let it go. You can, you can never turn it off. I don't think. I, I just love talking to people and having conversations, yeah. man. That's really it. That's why I do podcasts where I bring on tons of people and talk to them. Uh, but yeah, no. So I'm doing great. <laughs> doing great. Uh, things are going pretty well. Mog talk's great. Uh, we've got a whole nother world race coming up soon that hopefully I can at least be somewhat, uh, involved with. Uh, Liffy and the, the team did a really good job in Ultimate without me being really too involved. Uh, and that was a scary situation for me because that was the first time that, like, uh, in a long time at least the world race has happened and I haven't been super ingrained <laughs> in what was going on. Um, and it was it was pretty awesome to see that play out, and I I feel a sense of relief, right? Because uh, I, I normally think, man, if I'm not there, it's just not going to happen. It's just going to fall apart. Like things are just going to it's just going to be a miserable situation. But man, I, I I have confidence in other people to do stuff. <laughs> it's weird. I do a podcast is, is, by is myself. It, I don't have any trusted people, man. You're is you're guessing freaking you. Yeah. Hmm. Is it the control freak in you? Yeah. Like you to- yeah. Yeah. I've had people let me down before, right? And <laughs> so- we all? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I do have that control freak in, in me in some way. Uh, but, yeah, that's coming up soon. And then there's all this, like, yeah, it's amazing how much, like, PvP stuff is going on right now. I mean... There, it was there before, but there's a lot of just general interest and activity and positivity around it uh, that wasn't there. Uh, and so that was corrected. Uh, there's other things to talk about that might not be so positive, but in the general scope of, hey, let's bring people in and let them get used to a mode and fight each other and have something that we could present to people, we have a PvP mode you could play. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about front lines. From my understanding, front lines is 
uh, it's it's there. It's it a exists. disaster, is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't think it's like in a situation. It, it almost feels like CC took the place and popularity of Frontlines, and Frontlines took the popularity of what was. The no, piece. it was all unpopular. No. Frosty, don't even try to convince oh, yourself. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, was, all right. It was all unpopular. It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't rival wings levels of unpopular. Okay. Thanks okay. to the roulette, but you know, man, they have tried some stuff, dude. Square Enix has Definitely. tried a lot of PvP stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just wanted to work at some point, man. I mean, they have started from when they were doing the fold back in the day, right? They had the fold where you just go in there, you die once, and it's you're dead. Yeah, they yeah, saw they're how WoW did arenas, and they're like, yeah, just do that. And then they're like, nah, let's have some fun and create this new mode with Feast. Um, and that worked out okay, but then they're like, oh, there's too many abilities. It's all confusing. We can't balance it, I guess, the way that we'd want to. Let's limit it down and make it into this new version of Feast soon. And that's gone on for a while. Um, and now they start this crys- crystalline conflict, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is going pretty well. Then we go to the battlegrounds, the frontlines area. What what did they start off with first? What was secure? Was it secure? Yeah, secure slaughter. Uh, uh, seize, then shatter, then shatter. rival wings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they got rid of slaughter pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, man. And then they did the what's the one that was in. Uh, Shadowbringers, um, something sort of, oh, I can't remember. Oh, uh, uh, console. Yeah. Console, I care. Console, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is C's, um, but worse. Uh, I don't know. Would you really say it's worse? I would. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 100%. It's, they, and they're pulling from different MMOs. Like, they wanted to do a MOBA type thing, so that's what Rival Wings became. Now they're doing kind of a secure to payload, which is now what CC is. Um, which seems to be hitting off better, at least, or living a little bit longer than Rival Wings. I think they just spread themselves out a little bit too much uh, with all the different modes. They need to just say, hey, here's one mode, we'll do this. Here's one big mode, here's one small mode, and be done. And they're, they're kind of doing that a little bit, right, with the rotation and the, the weeklies, wouldn't you say? Mm. No? I Well, A, I don't think it's a good idea to only have one of each. I think for arenas, yeah, only one mode. You know, don't We don't need Feast sure. and Conflict and Fold. We don't need all those. But the, only having one big mode, I think, is not a good idea. I mean, there's just... Well, for me, it's like they just don't want to do what we already know works for PvP from, like, decades of PvP in games. They just want to be them because they don't want people to feel pressured in casual PvP. So. I mean that is that is true. I, I mean, I would say they should perfect one and then grow from there. Yeah, they should definitely. I mean, that, do that. that's yeah. <laughs> that's, and I think that's kind of what they're doing with CC right now, right? They they've eliminated pretty much everything from being a viable option, and CC's the, <laughs> the thing that they're focusing on. Uh, and then they're going to start expanding in the front lines, I guess, and everything afterwards to try to figure out how to make that work. Uh, but one big mode that they perfect, they're like, okay, and then start growing and adding on the modes and make sure that they're in good situations and that they're healthy modes. Uh, and then move forward from there. But, yeah, I, I've, I had a couple of conversations with some high level PvPers that have been going through, uh, the experience with, uh, CC. And while, like, the most of the, I guess the player base thinks it's, it's really good and everything, a high level, high end competitive 
uh, opinion is a little bit more negative <laughs> than it was for the fees. I don't know if you guys have heard that a lot. I've only just heard that they hate solo queue. That's the only thing I've heard, and that any all the all the tournaments is, are a lot of fun. All the unofficial ones, even the official well, yeah. EU one coming up, are great. But that they hate solo queue. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I think that usually is where it ends. It's, it's fun, right? It doesn't like it's not uh, the competitive nature there is is it's very hard to feel like you're actually doing something and you're in control of these matches because you can put so much damage. You pick a person, you could do way more damage than you would ever be able to mitigate <laughs> on one person, right? So there's, like, no way, like, and you feel like you have no control. You're like, okay, well, they decided I was going to die, so I'm dead. <laughs> and there's just nothing you could do. In Feast, you felt like you had a little bit more control, and it was on the player to stay alive. It was really on the players to try to keep themselves alive, uh, especially with the ways they did potions. And, of course, there's all these little factors of how the abilities activate and everything and feeling the response time is not quick enough and all that great stuff, and that's never going to go away. That's just fine. Uh, I don't think they Listen, can. they fi- they they fix jump after all this time. I'm confident they can fix guard of all things. Okay. Okay. Yeah, guard. <laughs> Slice shut up. You don't remember 2.0 of Realm Reborn Dragoon well enough. They fixed they fixed jump. Okay? Just cuz sp- oh, just cuz Dragonfire dive just cuz Dragonfire is still kind of kind of not all the way there. You're better than you were, okay? Okay. I want to ask you guys this question. As previous PvP haters, now PvP uh, at least enjoyers, uh, what would you say uh, are the big reasons that you're currently happy with the mode? Sly? I know he said my name, but you go first. I mean, it's it's really easy to pick up. It's quick like you're not you're not stuck in there for god knows how long as opposed to uh front lines where you just wish it went in um <laughs> that's that's very accurate um, i mean it's it's real um i want to say balance I okay 100% say that I'll give you, I'll give you 90% balance. Mm-hmm. I'll give you 90% balance. It is, it is well balanced. There could be a few tweaks and, and things of that nature, but, um, it, it is well balanced, I'd say. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, again, accessible. Um, mm-hmm. one thing when, like, front lines came out, when on, like, whenever they had a new, a new PvP mode, um, Feast was accessible for a little while and then kind of wasn't. And just front lines is just front lines. Homestyle Hakir was like, what the fuck is this? Um, Feel and bad. then you have, and then you have Crystalline Conflict, which is accessible so much to the point where, you know, you forget there's a crystal sometimes. <laughs> no. We don't. Everyone else on the team they, does. Uh-huh. Everyone else does. Yeah, like, I, I call it, like, in the early days, I call it conflict. Crystal not included. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's for... The early days. It's been, like, like 13 weeks. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
We're still in the <laughs> front of this, right? Yeah, yeah. But again, oh, it, it's 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 fun. I wouldn't call it like mindless fun. There is a there is a bit of strategy to it, but it is fun. Mm-hmm. And you know that's that's what I think. Uh, Happy, what are your what are your verbiages? Like? I think they've nailed it outside of the reward structure. Pretty much across the board, even even the jobs that we all recognize are more powerful than the rest of them. You can play those jobs. You can not play those jobs. It, honestly, it's going to just come down to who collectively has the better team, which kind of sucks for solo queue. But I think in terms of providing what is a well-balanced team experience, that's always going to be for the better. Now, I do think that you hit the nail on the head with the no counterplay, and I think that's a result of having five players instead of four, like the Feast did. That extra player is an extra layer of CC, an extra layer of damage that is hard to account for. And I think they probably need to balance around that a little bit more so that there isn't as much 100 to zeroing that feels completely unavoidable. Um, the Feast strength, and I will say that it had one, was that it became a lot more about chip, chipping at a resource and then one-shotting somebody through consistent pressure and proper defensive play. Um, mm-hmm. And that leads to a better engagement at the high level. So I think once they nail that last little bit down and they kind of give you that level of experience as opposed to the one to 100 to zero, um, it'll feel better at the high levels. But then at the low levels, you'll still feel like you don't have a whole lot of control over the match. Then it becomes the opposite problem, which was... Uh, Let's be honest. I could, a problem with the feast is everyone feeling like they couldn't they couldn't swing the match themselves. It's going to be a problem no matter what in the team mode. But do you feel like you have any control if you're going to win or lose the as, match? As a white mage, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> if I land a five person, yeah, yeah. If I land a five person LB or I like or I uh, polymorph somebody when they're low on health so they can't. They can't actually respond to whatever they're, they're supposed to be able to do. I, d- I definitely feel in control. That's why I've been playing White Mage to climb because it's the most in control. Black Mage, I also would definitely feel like I'm in control. I've, I've, I have taken a Black Mage. In fact, when, when they just reset the season, there's a Black Mage who was climbing to Crystal and it got, I got him in my match like three times in a row. And I said, that guy lives. We win the match. And that was exactly what happened. He just solo carried the whole match as long as I shielded him, healed him. And peeled off mm-hmm. of him. And it was, it was, he was crystal so fast. It was like 7 a.m. He was like crystal by like 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> From Diamond 5. Like it was just on a pure streak. Oh, man. So you would say there's at least two jobs where you feel like you can control and make the. There's, match win. there's more, but I feel like the other ones, you're probably a little. Yeah, You're yeah. Independent on the team. Yeah, a little bit more. Like Samurai, sure, you could swing a match with a four or five person Zentetsuken, but mm-hmm. you're never guaranteed that in a match. Ninja, you could snowball a whole team fight over with with the like uh, stars. Yeah, Dragoon stars would have that line for shit to happen. You could get a five. You could get a, a five kill sky high if you wanted to. Like just stars would have that line for it. There's so many, there's so many other jobs that could do quite a lot, but it's it there. There's a bunch of team play surrounding it, so mm. it's 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 more, you know, is your team there with you? Is, is are are they doing what they need to do? So yeah, you're probably gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. 
I, in the matches I've played so far, it kind of, and I'm just letting you know, I've been trying to put all my focus into Paladin, of course, uh, and playing, uh, these matches. It kind of felt like a lot of it was a little mindless, uh, and more of me going <laughs> in there and just trying my best. And if I get caught in a situation where they're starting to focus on me, trying to figure out how to bait that and make that play in my favor. And then like shielding people and sometimes shielding helps. Other times it just kills me immediately because the damage is so high. If they decide to target the person you're shielding, your reduction isn't going to do much. It's just, it's rough. Um, and so I, I do feel like I did a couple of moves with a couple of limit breaks that did save the, the match, right? I, I did a couple of moves in the overall match, uh, that maybe I had some agency. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I, I was, Part of the reason, but it still feels a little bit goofy sometimes. Uh, and that could be because I'm still doing the solo queue stuff and I haven't gotten really hard into the team matches. But I have watched some team matches and I have tried to understand what they're doing uh, meta-wise. Uh, and it doesn't even feel like there's a meta comp. I mean, there's maybe some jobs that people will pick. Like Monk seems to be like one of the really big ones that people pick. Uh, and a White Mage, right? Uh but it doesn't feel like there's a solid setup that's like, this five is really strong. People just kind of play what they want to. A- am I wrong on that? No, I'd say that's right. And I, that's that's healthy. That's it's, that's how it should mm-hmm. be, in my opinion. Because mm. Well, except for always having a monk, right? <laughs> I don't always have a monk. I do agree that really? monk is absolutely... It, it's it, it, The job fantasy doesn't match what monk actually does in PvP. And it's so strong because it's an assassin. More than anything mm. else, um, which is weird considering that we have, you know, Ninja, who's an actual assassin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. Well, I was talking about it gets myself pumped. Well, the thing is, like, I, I'm curious how long it's going to take because there is a perfect setup, right? There is a, hey, here's the strategies for the match. This is the best way to win. But I don't feel like that's even been close to being nailed down yet. No. And that's because they've done a lot of rapid balancing in the first several months of it. Like Black Mage went from mm-hmm. being almost never picked to 100% picked to being nerfed and still being like a 70% pick rate in solo queue and stuff. So that Black Mage really threw a big, huge, huge wrench in everything people had thought they figured out. Then Astro lost a huge amount of their AOE CC just this last patch. And they've been up and down about Warrior. They nerfed it, then they buffed it. White Mage was strong. They nerfed it, still strong. There's all these little elements that are at play. And they've been really quick to try to provide a better experience. And I think it's been largely successful, even with the uh, the little bits and pieces here or there that definitely feel like they could still be looked at. But I don't think PvP is ever going to be. You're never going to have that patch where you go, now nah, we don't need to do anything, you know? That just doesn't happen <laughs> no. in PvP. It, it no, doesn't. there's lots of stuff for them to work on. And I do want to be clear. I do think it's awesome that people can make their own personal comps, and there is not one perfect. There's going to be, like, this is what this comp can achieve. This is the strength of these five being put together. How do we counter those five? We make the comp like this, kind of in a, some mold or fashion to counter that comp and kind of going back and forth. And that's just going to be something that naturally evolves. It's not going to be just random, oh, we could just random whatever five, and then we'll be exactly the same. It, that's just not logically how it's going to work. There's going to be strengths in some setups versus others. Um, and I am curious to see how that, that pans out. And I don't know if it's going to be... Do you, do you think that the roles 
are going to have a big play in it? Like, you're going to have to have one healer, you're going to have to have one tank, or anything of that nature? No? No. That's pretty interesting. I'm fairly confident they've they've got... The way it works now is the way it will continue to work, and I, I think they've they've got it nailed. I don't think there's a reason to try to force certain things like they do with the feast. Um, mm-hmm. I understood why they did it with the feast, and the job design kind of dictated that it had to be that way. Mm-hmm. This genuinely feels like they should honestly shouldn't even have colors next to some of the some of the jobs roles. Really? Like, like Gunbreaker, Gunbreaker is basically a DPS if you want to be effective on right. it. Warrior. Right. <laughs> You know, monkey flip in and uh, go to town, I suppose. And then mm-hmm. you've got Sage, which is pretty much all DPS, you know, massive burst damage on top of it. So uh, they've, I think the big thing that lets that happen is the job, the job fantasies in PvP are really well fleshed out. You genuinely mm-hmm. feel like you're playing a different job. You don't look at another job. Oh, this is my version of that, you know, like we do in PvE. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's impressive what they managed to do with so few abilities. Yeah. And sorry if I, I sound completely ignorant with what I'm saying. It makes absolutely no sense. That's fine. It <laughs> makes is... for a better comment section always. Good, good, good. Yeah. It's like I, I'm trying to make sure that I, I completely get a grasp on it because I'm coming from, uh, again, for the people who don't know, I, I've played Feast almost since it was out, and I've done Top 100 in Feast multiple times. And so I'm very uh, used to that mode. I've done shoutcasting and events and everything for Feast. This new mode I am getting in and just getting my feet wet. So I'm trying to understand that transition uh, from going from Feast and how PvP was going into the new mode and how I guess that it makes sense for the game in general uh, and what that is going to look like in the future, too. Because, I mean, this this is something maybe Final Fantasy XIV will try to be a little bit more serious and have events, official events for PvP. I mean, we already have the EU event. That was announced, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, that is actually on the 21st and 22nd, and it is co-streamable. By the way, yeah, and that's amazing. Hey. Uh, and I, I oh, we had some of that with Feast as well. Uh, I'm just hoping that we have this and it grows, right? It, it goes in a, a incline versus what we had before. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still on the on the fence. I'm still really on the fence with the new mode. I'm going to be honest. I, I think it's great. I think it's a lot of fun. I just can't see it see it being super serious just yet and that might just be because not everybody has completely figured it out um i feel like they sort of have it but it's not at a high competitive level yet am i wrong sly you seem like you have something you want to say Hmm. i think it seems like in comparison to feast um in the in the early days of feast like it when it was really burgeoning, we I don't think we got this level of competitiveness with Feast. Like it's it. To the I mean, it got where, competitive, but it was a small amount of players, it, right? Yeah, it was a very small. <laughs> it's for it to get there. Whereas yeah. with Crystalline Conflict, conflict it was just like that. People were organizing tournaments like off the gate, like, once everything was really situated, and once everybody understood stuff, and, like, balance, balance happened, you know, people were organizing tournaments, things like, things like that, like, just like that. Well, and, to and be fair, 
that's because mm-hmm. there is established PvP members from Feast that carry that on, and they yeah. made that that platform existed, and they knew mm-hmm. CC was coming, and they made it before Feast it didn't exist. <laughs> so, right. uh, so it kind of CC kind of has a springboard off of all the work uh, from the yeah, community. It has a springboard, but yeah. you, you have to you ha- kind of have to give credit where credit is due. Like if if CC wasn't that good, where are they going to actually be doing this? Would they still? Like, they did it for feast, so it's kind of a tough. That's that answer. I feel like is not obvious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's fair. But even still, like, would would you still go through the motions and you know create content for this outside mm. of official channels? Are you, sorry, you mean feast or CC? CC. <laughs> I miss CC. Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. Absolutely, people. I mean, we've already had the the preaches tournament, right? Preach had a tournament. Mm-hmm. Plus, has been doing his tournaments. We have official tournaments going on. People are are grabbing onto it. I mean, to be fair, we had uh, who was it? Uh, gosh, why can't I remember his name? He's so popular. Uh, that came over and did a lot of PvP and feast. Uh, for a while, summit. Summit 1G. I forgot right. Summit did feed. I genuinely, I forgot that. He happened. did a lot of it, and that gave a, a lot of energy for the mode, and people got into it, and they liked it. I mean, the mode, the people who played it and the people who got into it liked it, but I will agree, when you're watching it, it makes absolutely no sense. You're like, they died, but they're winning, and you couldn't, it wasn't as easy to, uh, to put all that together. Of course, CC is going to be a lot easier for the viewer to see, oh, well, they're winning because they're further ahead. It, it makes mm-hmm. sense. And I, I get that part from a viewership level. Uh, and I think that's absolutely the right call to make it to where it's a little bit better for the viewer. Um, <clears throat> and it's a little bit better than just a bright yellow map, too. Or blue map or blue <laughs> golden. Yeah. yeah, That was one of my uh, least favorite things was that they took away all the other maps. And they were like, here's just a bunch of different layouts for this for the same map. It was so, bad. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, CC is giving you a few different maps and I, they are pretty, they're pretty interesting. Uh, you got your basic one and then you have your, which I guess your basic one's, oh, it feels like a sporting event. Like you, you have like a yeah. track to run on and everything. Sports. Like yeah. it literally, uh, it literally looks like a, like a Charlene sports track. Yeah. 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 Uh, then they have the tornado one, which I think is your favorite one, right? Happy. I think it's the funniest one. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, just randomly jumping into, being launched into the air. Uh, it's such a great feeling. Uh, anyways, then there's a lava one, which is amazing to like get people out of position and get them blown up. And I feel like these kind of things are, they, they should be there. This is, this is fun stuff. There's, uh, competitive elements that you can add into it with positioning and everything else. Um, I haven't seen as much, I guess there is some level of positioning when you're doing the payload stuff. But it's not nearly what it was in Feast. Feast was really hardcore on your positioning and where you are in movement and everything. I don't think CC's there yet. It's more of at least have try to get most of the team in a position to where the crystal keeps moving, but not everybody gets blown up by AOE, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, or it's clear out the team and then push the crystal. Yeah. yeah, which is what happens at the start of the match most of the time. They're like, all right, crystals, I don't care. Just kill the team. We'll, we'll come back. We'll come back mm-hmm. for it. Um, so I guess I was going to start there, but we've, we've jumped I'm all so around. sorry. Please go with your topics, and I'll respond to your topics. <laughs> well, you don't know the topic. That's what, that's what makes State of the Realm such a chaotic show, because yeah. I don't give you a script, and then I let you talk, and then I just move points along. 
Yeah. That way you don't feel pressured yeah. to stay on topic. You and are you can the, just be you free are the spirit. the easiest show to do, Frosty. <laughs> because half the show is just you. We don't even have to write shit. We don't even have a script for this show. It's just you. He does. He doesn't get and to talk on his own show, Sly. So he has to talk here. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I think last Saturday I had at least a forty-minute period where I said nothing. Uh, That's the raid was, section. Yep. 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 That was pretty interesting. But please, Spike, I'll let you do your thing. I'll, I'll no. You've, you've, it's been good, but that's actually that was going to be the first point that I wanted to touch upon. So, crystalline conflict. Obviously, it's the new mode. It's the mode you're least familiar with, and you've been trying to get familiar with it since having some free time available. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, the mode itself, as you've called it, is a payload mode. It's more like a tug-of-war or a push-of-war style payload mode where it's like there's Mm -hmm. not one team defending and one team on offense and it swaps. It's uh, just push it along until it it gets uh, gets to the end. Splatoon has a mode just like it, actually. Um, This is obviously another detraction from what I think is the most basic arena experience that people expected. The fold was essentially the, you know, one KO, that member is out of the fight. And people know that from WoW, you know, again, it's just decades of experience at this point, you know, sends you to that, or at least was the original expectation. Then they moved into this whole metal thing with the feast with heavy metal and, you know, just having too few metals and deaths dropping half. And it was, it was okay, but it suffered from, as you mentioned earlier, a viewership issue where understanding how a team was winning or what was their, what their actual performance was in the moment. Super swingy. Last 20 seconds, get that kill, swings the whole match right in that one second. And everything you did up to that point feels like it was moot. And as a viewer, that's very confusing. And as a player, I have to imagine it's a little disheartening in those particular cases. Can I add one uh, situation as an example to what you just said? Oh, I would love to hear this. Uh, So when Mm -hmm. we were in L.A. and we were over at the SE office and we are doing the casting for the Feast Regional Championship for NA, uh, something like that happened right on screen where we had the underdog team that was not expected to win. Uh, you know, it's funny. You guys know Angelus for a completely different thing right now, yeah. but he was in that yeah. match um, and he was facing the underdog team and they were doing good. It was like 550 medals to like 250 medals, which you get 600 medals, you win just for people who don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then the other team managed to get a kill within the last minute, which snowballed into another kill, another kill, and they got enough points and they just ran and they won that match. And this was a uh, zero, I think it was a best of three. And it was a one, like the other team already had a win. If they would have won, they would have completely closed the match. But as soon as they got that win, they got really excited. And they completely smashed the other team. And it was so much fun to commentate on. But I have to imagine the level of frustration from the team. And a level of frustration from the viewers for like, some people died. It got turned around. Everyone sounds really hyped, but I don't. I don't know why the other team lost, but they did, and that was, I think, the general response to it, which sucked uh, because there's just no way to get the community to. I don't know fully understand what's going on with those medals. It sucks because it was so simple. It's such a simple concept, but it was just abnormal to the PvP scene in general of the whole of all video games, right? Um, but yeah. Like you were saying, it, it's not a great viewer experience. And I think that's the main reason. Uh, even though there's a big event with the fan fest, everything else, it still didn't gain extra traction afterwards. And that's where I was going to go with it is so the new <laughs> mode, 
No, I mean you're just you're getting there. You, you, you understand where I'm what I'm putting down. Um, yeah. The new mode is something that's kind of instantly identifiable. It might take you a second to figure out the UI elements, for example, you know, the bar at the top, which team it actually belongs to. You know, it's a minor bit, but you can, you see someone pushing a crystal forward, and I think at this point, even if you don't like Overwatch, you, most people either play Team Fortress 2 or have seen or know of Overwatch, and they understand how it mm-hmm. works at a glance. Um, do you, would you, do you prefer that kind of experience? The, Viewers can instantly identify an experience versus something that is more like the feast. Cause you see, you're very passionate about what we had before versus well, what a, we have now. So I haven't been able to dive fully into it. And feast had years of developing strategy and thoughts and best practices and everything else. That was a lot of fun to really work with. And you could get up to speed pretty quickly. A lot of people got into feast that when they wanted to get into feast, they, they figured it out and there was just so much to talk about when it came to it. I mean, overall, when you get to the really high level, again, it, it there are some things that seem kind of frustrating for the players because it feels like they have it figured out. Right now, CC's not figured out. In my opinion, it is not figured out in the, in the least. Uh, there's people who have, like, a good idea about what they should be doing, but it, we are not in the in, in-game meta yet, the real, real in-game. Uh, again, you've you've actually commentated on some matches, Mike, so you might have some opinion against that. Seeing some how, how some of those players play, but I feel like there's just so much to grow. Um, I like it because I know if someone's watching it, they can at least understand why we're getting excited about, hey, some people are dead. Now it's moving in the favor of the other team. You can see it visually moving <laughs> uh, on a bar. You can see it kind of going across. You can see it on the screen, the little crystal moving. Everyone's excited about the crystal moving. And you can uh, bring in the viewers with that. And I feel like that's going to be a lot of fun to commentate on. But then again, I would love to know your experience so far. I don't know. I, I know you did at least uh, a handful of matches. Happy. How many? How much commentary have you done so far? I did about four weeks, and I did most of those weeks was two best of fives, and then I did the the semifinals and the finals. I think for the Wolves League, and over the weeks we genuinely did see a, a pretty consistent evolution of strategies and job choices. The beginning mm-hmm. week seemed to start at what worked best in solo queue or ideas of things that would work in a competitive scene. Um, and obviously that's going to be different. There are some jobs that are just going to be better in organized team play than they are in solo queue. That's true of any PvP game ever. Hero-based, mm-hmm. champion-based, or jo- job-based. It, it doesn't matter. Um, the early week started with more solo QS-esque picks. You have, you know, your white mages and you have your warriors, you know, you know, monkey flipping in. And then the evolution shifts into this denial phase where it was about mass AOE CC and protecting valuable teammates. We saw Paladin surge to popularity with cover, being able to pop your potion in the middle of the team as the person who's covered. So you could be completely out of resources, not have to step out of the fight and just get right back in, and you just don't see that. We weren't seeing that in solo queue until after. Honestly, after I saw it in Wolves League, I started seeing it in solo queue a mm-hmm. little bit more when people were getting covered by paladins in high-level play. Um, and then people started figuring out the counter to that in that a paladin's taking double the damage if they're being hit, so we can deny them out of it. And then you started seeing more Dark Knights coming out because it was a little bit safer and you could still protect a teammate with it without completely sacrificing your life, not to mention the denial of death and the delay of matches with the ultimate. So we just kept seeing week to week, people kept finding counters to things and then counters to the counters and counters to the counters and counters to the counters counters, until the last week started to almost look like the first week 
where <laughs> people had kind of reverted back to the things that were working there or had worked for them the whole time and less of this sort of constant shift of jobs and people trying to like, okay, try dancer, you know, try machinist this one or swap this person to white mage and that person onto scholar and just, it just, mm-hmm. it was, it was constant somewhere in there. I do agree is something someone would like to have every time a balance of all of those things. There are five jobs that are just going to be ideal, but it's always going to come down to, that your play in the moment dictating how well the outcome is versus the job that you picked job that you picked an element, but I don't think the sole element. Mm-hmm. And I think that's and, just because of the map rotation and mm-hmm. just moment to moment decision is the big difference. Yeah. Um, that is good to hear. I'm glad that there is some sort of like evolution that's actually uh, happening there. Do you, do you, but you you do agree that it is still evolving. It's not like at a point of like, hey, this is it's over. That they they no. have figured out. No, that, okay. yeah, <laughs> that whole five week experience should have been an example of evolving, because it was also yeah. the first competitive scene any of those players had actually played in. In mm-hmm. uh, you know, for crystalline conflict, they all had to learn it. Now, what I think is going to be a lot more prevalent in crystalline conflict is that the solo queue meta will be different from what people play in competitive. Uh, Feast, I saw similarities always between the two. When I watched competitive matches versus the solo queue matches, like you said, it was figured out. They, there was just something people wanted to play more than anything else. And uh, that hurt the mode, in my opinion, a lot. Mm-hmm. Because if you weren't playing those jobs or you weren't, or even if you were, it just made it made cues worse if you were trying to play them, and if you weren't trying to play them, your win rate went down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I know this because I, you know, being in if you play PvP at least feast in the past when you played it a lot, you know, you would be in a PvP Discord, uh, and you just wait for that one to show up on Discord after a match every single time that says, "Hey, you got a new new ping." <laughs> you know, somebody saying, "Hey, why are you playing warrior? You're throwing. Why are you doing this? You're throwing, right?" And so that was such a, like a mm-hmm. huge thing that I, I don't want to see uh, with this new mode. Um, but I think with the the fifth extra person, it's there's enough chaos that's going on in solo queue that there's no way you can pin any of the stuff on like one person. I mean, if you look at the scoreboards, and you say, "Oh, well, this guy didn't do enough damage." Man, or this I guy can didn't tell you, rare, you can definitely nail it. Down. <laughs> oh, can you? There's a rare occurrence where you can pin it on one person. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. there are sure. quite a few. My first black mage match, pin it on me. <laughs> oh, okay. Compared okay. to the other black mage, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. there is a there is a difference here between the person who doesn't remember where yep. burst is on their hot bar versus well, the person. Who knows where like when I play, I know I suck, right? I, I know when I'm sucking. But can you tell when other people are yes. sucking pretty easy? Okay. Yes. Okay. You can tell. You can see when mm-hmm. the warrior monkey flips in and never gets out alive because they never get to their All guard right. in time or they and they keep mm-hmm. doing it. They never like change the way they, they do it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you've experienced thus far in in CC Frosty, mm-hmm. but those first few seconds when the match starts in like, the crystal hasn't even unlocked yet, and people are just, you know, jostling around for a position. You will have that one idiot <laughs> who will Leroy Jenkins in, like, he he's about to do something and then forget guard, and then just, like, everything snowballs after that. 
He gets Wu Tang. They go after the next person, and then the next person, and then the next person, and then it's a pretty much a full team wipe. And they're halfway done. They're halfway to to winning. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, it can definitely snowball. There is there's one person you can definitely pin it on, especially in the early stages of the match. Okay. Okay. It, it seems uh, most of my matches seem like complete chaos, but that could be just because of me getting introduced to the mode and everything. Yeah. Uh, no, that's but. that's definitely the case. That I'd say even in the mm-hmm. best of matches, there's some degree of chaos. That one match you get where it feels like your team's completely in control. It's about identifying if it's because your team is better or because their team was was unga bunging. And um, another great mm-hmm. example I see is Monk's super popular. And again, it was a massive pick yeah. in the. Uh, in the Wolves League, you know, once people started realizing mm-hmm. it was essentially a guaranteed one v it was a guaranteed you know one kill, kill. Yeah, yeah, every single time. Um, but even that evolution, eventually, the monk was always guaranteed to die. Also, that's what ended up happening in the final weeks. Is the monk was the sacrifice to get an important person off, so you could win the four v four after. <laughs> in mm. solo queue, you know when that's not working. When the monk goes to do that, and the monk is the only one who dies. If they get the kill, that means they knew they probably knew what they were doing. They might have snuck around. They might have found someone who was out of position, um, mm-hmm. or they had a paladin, a paladin on the team to cover them when they went in, so they were uninterruptible. There's all those little tiny bits and pieces there that mm-hmm. really do add up to a very strong competitive sense that you will never mm-hmm. see in solo queue. <laughs> yeah. You will never see it. Solo queue will always be flavor of the month forever. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I do want to bring this up because we did talk about this a little bit before the show, but yeah, the whole fact of like when you get a reward, it's only for that tier. Ugh. Do you know how long we've had PvP and Feast where it's always been a scenario of, well, I got to get gold this season for the rewards, I have to get silver this season, and we have to get plat or diamond this season. Like, I've I've been diamond, but I, I I'm only going to have the diamond rewards for that stuff, right? Uh, unless if I want to kill my rank. Now, it took how long before they fixed that simple issue in CC? It's been complained about for years, but now they're like, yeah, CC, let's fix the simple thing that's been complained about forever. Uh, yeah. feel a little offended. A little offended, to be I'm, honest I'm with mildly you. upset also, only because I opted into saying, oh, I'm not going to grind Crystal Rank week one of season two because I'm going to collect the diamond border and the title, and now they're fixing it, but now the queues aren't very good when I normally play because ever, because people were like, oh, if I'm not going to get it, then I'll either deliberately derank or I'll get to Crystal and then, you know, move on. And now I'm like, I might be in Platinum next season without a choice. Even in queues are good, but the, but se- I, I stream 7 a.m., so... Not a great time to PvP when right. it's not everybody trying to go nuts in the mode. Unless you're on EU, right? Yeah, if I, I guess if I can't go visit the EU servers, I can only go visit the other NA yeah. ones. So yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I mean that just goes to show you how much more they're trying. I don't see. I wonder how much of that particular element is because they just didn't care in fees. <laughs> Versus, That's what it feels like. It does feel that way because yeah. it's. I mean, it felt that way a lot, especially from season like fourteen onward. 
I'd say mm-hmm. that's like the middle of Shadowbringers until Endwalker, because I think at that point they knew they were probably doing Crystalline. You know what I mean? Like, they probably knew they were going to do the new mode, so, like, all of their attention was kind of diverted into, you know, the development of the next one. And I don't want to see that happen again. But it feels that way, at the very least, in retrospect. Mm-hmm. And with this, I feel like they're all in. They're like, this has to finally be PvP working in this game. Mm-hmm. So, no, go ahead, go ahead. And that's, no, I was going to say, and that's what it needs. Yeah, that's what it needs. Uh, there are some things that have carried over that uh, still need to be worked out, like we talked about over the weekend. Uh, there has to be some control over, like, you know, the players' concerns and their trust in that these are fair matches, right? There has to be some sort of level of that. And I think they're making some changes to help with that. Uh, they can't, they probably can't fix every single one, but they can at least start to smooth that over. Uh, and they've never had a, I mean, they do, they, they are saying they have a higher level of moderation now. I don't know if anyone has been banned, but I haven't been told. Have, I know, I know been, a few who have been. Okay. Not personally, right. I know of the people who have been banned. Okay, okay. As long as they keep that up and they can keep the players trust that when you go into a match, you can feel it is as fair as you can believe it's fair. Uh, then people will keep playing. Uh, you're always going to have the people who die, and they're like, oh, you're cheating. There's no way I could have lost. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> never going to go away. It's like that friend who like thinks they're hot shit in Smash Brothers, and then you pick like Jigglypuff, and they're like, ah, idiot, and then you beat their ass, and they're just like, what? That's cheating. Then they Sleep pick Jigglypuff them. next time, but they get their mm-hmm. ass kicked, and they just can't figure it out. You were cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's this wave dashing thing? This is bullshit. That's not supposed uh, to be able to do that. Yeah. Beast had a lot of struggle with that because uh, there were some. Um, I mean, it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be, but there were a few really bad apples that just never got plucked and thrown away, uh, and they they were always there. I hope that they can keep up with that here uh, in this boat. If they can, then that's going to be great. Um, and they, they keep it being serious. Maybe we'll have another fan fest and we'll have a CC tournament at the fan fest. Oh, I mean, I just want to get another fan fest first. Let's start with that. Let's, yeah. let's get another, another in-person fan fest first. And, uh, then mm-hmm. we'll talk about a PVP. I feel confident they would. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. be shocked if we didn't have a crystalline conflict tournament. Even if it's digital, I honestly would expect a crystalline conflict tournament. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I can see that. Um, it's just so rough to do these kind of events. Well, I guess they, they did part of the FRC was remote at first. Uh, so they could probably do it. So like the preliminaries that. and everything and to get to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you mentioned the player's trust. Mm-hmm. Um, there is another mm-hmm. major topic that definitely... Uh, needs to be checked, but it falls in line with issues that they've otherwise turned a blind eye to in the rest of the game. And that is the use of third-party tools. Yeah. And they are not, they are not few and far between in solo queue. That is not the occasional person using it. Oh, really? Yeah. It is, it becomes abundantly clear to you if you've played a lot and you see the behavior of, of some high-ranking players, you can tell Immediately, mm. when someone has an auto polymorph, when this condition is met, or auto silence, or auto, inter- you can you can tell 
the auto targets mm. under very specific conditions and instantly popping an ability are it, the movement is so immaculate. 14's targeting is not that mm. good. <laughs> no. no, that's sad. Um, yeah, they have to get a control over that too, because I mean that's part of the big complaints people had about feasts in the the past. It was like, oh, it's just people just cheating constantly. Uh, was something like this though specifically a part of Feast? The auto targeting and the auto and the there auto was a abilities? couple of yeah. people that they they've hmm. used. They've done some really gross, egregious things uh, with tools, and it you know they would. Um, I don't know if this is true. This might not be true. Maybe it is. But there was uh, one who said that they could find, they could see uh, countdowns. Like they were able to use programs that would allow them to see the other team's countdowns. Uh, I believe that. I don't. I mean, I think there's a way to make that kind of stuff happen. That weird. Uh, but there's some really just kind of gross stuff. People, people are really smart. <laughs> they can get some really nasty script stuff out there. Um, and it's, from my understanding, you don't really, you just need a number one on a target. In CC, right? You don't need a countdown. Well, in the low ranks, you re- you regularly see the number one. The problem is people try to change the number one based on what logically makes sense to do, and then it throws everyone off. Mm-hmm. So the countdown, mm-hmm. so it becomes more like a, a setting a priority and then counting down in the higher ranks. Honestly, a lot of people just forego the counting down, and they just, like, okay, we know. Like, yeah. kind of situational awareness is, is better than it was. Yeah. At least that's how I feel. Uh, well, back to the script thing. It does, like, in chat they were mentioning mm-hmm. here, too. Like, the LB, uh, well, the uh, interrupt scripts that people had was really gross. Because uh, there are some LBs that, they're quick. They were really quick. Like, those melee LBs happened, like, almost immediately. But for some reason, some people were always able to stop them every single time. It was always the silence that could happen. Uh, and it was so gross to see that kind of stuff going on. And you can't prove it. You can't really do much um, unless if you caught, catch them doing something that's super obvious. But even then, it's a lot of work. It's documentation. It's like you, you feel like you're witch hunting almost at a certain point. You have to. Uh, I mean, it's the only way to prove it. You have to pull up logs and, like, consistently, like, try to wait to use limit breaks and, like, stand in specific. Like, you have to – it's it's like it's like you're trying to have – you, have, I don't know if you've ever been a part of this. Have you, have you ever had to document somebody who's, like, you're getting ready to fire them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it's like you just need to like compile like exact exam like it's it's like mm-hmm. that because you can't because they won't investigate it because it's you know they have a policy against it. Yeah, uh, and it's that's the part that sucks, man. If it becomes more exhausting to like try to be a positive force and stop that stuff than it is um, fun to play the mode and just hope that one day that it'll get better, it's just going to have the same effect that Feast had. Because um, you can't get people taking the ladder seriously uh, in those cases. Uh, now, with community events, they're a little bit better about it, right? Because you can oversee and self-moderate. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But with the ladder and stuff, you can't really do that. Uh, and I, there are some good people who are... They do it, and they do it in a way that you would never be able to fully say that isn't skill. 
but at least it's up to the player discretion to be able to. It's it's a people's opinion, right? Right. They can literally say, "This is my tournament. It looks pretty damn obvious you're cheating. Uh, I don't have to prove it. It's just everything is there pointing to that." Yeah, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to come to this tournament. Uh, I don't think they can do that as much with official stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's it sucks, but it's just, just mm-hmm. we just don't want it. We don't yeah. want it. We don't want it. And they they can. There's a lot of stuff that they have to do. I think again, this always comes down to like the the uh, I guess the thing with culture and video game making and everything, where a lot of Square Enix stuff is like, please don't do it, and that's their big way of. Trying to prevent these things from happening. It's never worked. It's... And, I mean, it might work. It might work in different regions, uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't work in NA. I don't believe it works in EU because uh, we don't. I, I don't want to say we because I don't feel want to feel like I'm at least involved with the type of people who do that stuff. <laughs> but they'll they're going to do it. They're just going to do it because they don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. So you guys, so you're saying right now when you play, you always think there's probably going to be, there's a 50, 50 chance that someone's going to be like cheesing or doing something incorrect or I'd doing something 10 to 20 percent. malicious, 10 to 20% yeah. chance. There's 10 people okay. on a match. Not, I'd say, yeah. yeah. How high do you yeah. slide? Do you think it is? I, I'm saying it's not 50. I'd tell you, I would agree with you like 10 at the very most 30%. Yeah, if you get really unlucky. The, the thing is, certain jobs do it more, and since you can only have one of a job mm-hmm. on each team, um, it kind of limits it in that degree. White Mage is probably the most egregious one. It's already one of the most picked jobs that people picked up to climb, and it has an, un-cease, an unpreventable CC in the form of the Polymorph, or an uncleansable one in the form of the Polymorph, that mm-hmm. uh, it just be, it becomes like a, a catalyst for those kind of tools. You know, when you have no way of counter, like there's literally no way built into the game to counter it other than to mm-hmm. not be out of position or to just not be able to be killed in that time. It's, uh, of course, that's going to be the first thing somebody goes to look to script, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it pans out. Um, you definitely can't do that stuff on stage, <laughs> but, you know, that would uh, be definitely impressive. Do- <laughs> yeah. I would be impressed with them if they pulled that off. Yeah. Yeah, just let yeah. me, uh, you know, I'm just gonna leave this, uh, USB plugged in. It's got all my, uh, UI and everything on it, right? What's, what's that? What is that extra glowing thing on your screen? You know? Somebody yeah. downloads fucking, <laughs> somebody <laughs> downloads the fucking thing on the, yeah, can you just give me like 15 minutes? I gotta, I gotta do yeah. something real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that yeah. would be, that would be something. Well, um, go sorry. ahead. No, I was, no, I was just, Go to your next topic. I don't want to go ahead and take over your next topic. No, I, I don't want to do though. it. Maybe it is yes, my next we, topic. I don't know. Well, I mean, seeing what, the, seeing what the current state is, right? Seeing how CC mm-hmm. is, how the community is responding to it. We have a lot of people with interest in it. Uh, they're making events for it and everything else. Uh, there's obvious things that need to be fixed. Um, but just the imag- use your imagination over the next year or so. I mean, how do we see this mode evolving? Do we see like major changes coming in or is it going to be kind of stagnant and just little balance changes, like potency changes here and there? Mm, well, I would like more often than not, you're going to see more balance changes throughout the months. Um, things will, things will definitely swing throughout the years, throughout the year, uh, mm-hmm. with individual jobs and whatnot. Um, how can it evolve more? 
more maps. Is that um, really it? Just more maps? I mean, not, not, it's not that simple, but it, like, I think it is that simple, is actually. Go? Where else is it going to go? Like, you have these three maps, and p- people are going to eventually get tired of it. So, where you're going to want logically more maps? Um, so, um, yeah, like more maps with, um, you know, different effects, of course. Uh, and then mm-hmm. maybe keep one neutral map, but have a different look or layout, I guess. Um, really, I mean, that's as base as you can possibly get. Just simple balance changes, more maps. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And do you think, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just like, I keep thinking about limit break because we haven't really talked about that too much. Do you think they're going to make some changes to how the limit breaks work? I know a lot of them are just kind of defining the big thing these different jobs do. Uh, Some, some, I, I would say some. Um, the way certain ones work, sure. Like sky high. The Slight, it's a good the, limit break. Stop fucking complaining. You were saying we should go down in invulnerability. I said that's all you, I would give you if you are so no, desperate no, no. for a change. No, 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 no. No, you were saying like we should like the. Oh, no. I said when you go up, it should get rid of your debuff so you can't die in the air. That's what I said. Okay. And, like, being targetable, too, that would, you know, that would help. Is there so many, so many times you get sniped uh, right as you're going up by, like, a random fucking ninja or just just a, a monk who would just, like, the exact second you go up, they take you out of the air. They just yank you out of the air and kill you, uh, which is weird. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> certain LBs do need a tune up. Um, yeah, you know, like really, like I said, that's that's it. It's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, I mean, how do you feel about the timing of the LBs, right, and how they work with when you get the LB? I can't believe white mages is still as frequent as it is, but that's about it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one. That's one of the main complaints I would have is just white mage just gets it so fucking often, that it, like it's just able to blast it. It it, it, it changes games. It, it definitely swings games in its favor when you have a white mage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, it feels kind of weird. I mean, as you're coming from a situation to where the LB bar was constantly filling all the time, and you knew set par- parts and feast right. You always at the mm-hmm. Three minute mark, you would get it unless if you got a box early or something like that. Here, if you die, well, put a pause on it, and then you just have to delay. And so, if you have a long LB, it just takes that much longer to actually get it filled up all the way and be useful in the match. Because it feels like if you don't have your LB, I mean, you're useful. You could do things, but your the LBs make or what swing the game, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, you can make or break a game with a lot of the LBs. Yeah, and so it just feels weird how they're doing the, the timing of it, and how I, do you feel like your death should stop your LB? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I think okay. I think that you mm-hmm. need something discernible to throw off the the flow of the match, and staggering the LBs through 
<clears throat> like it just being a benefit to you actually managing to get a kill in that time. Because if you don't push the crystal at all, at the very least, you've just thrown off the limit break. And sometimes that becomes a strategical advantage. It can push a limit break back that you would maybe have popped just because you thought it was a good time to maybe line mm-hmm. up with somebody else's LB naturally, um, which mm-hmm. is not something that you should rely on. Obviously, the game shouldn't be the one doing that. You should be the one deciding when the limit break goes off and not just pressing the button because it's shiny. But I think that uh, for the way that people tend to play, it ends up sometimes being more of a boon than a bad thing. Okay. You don't think the 4v5 situation is enough of a boon? <laughs> you know? I've, no, because, I've, again, a lot of the times you see that one person go out and then somebody on the other team follows and it becomes a 4v4. If you can, if yeah. your team can capitalize on the aggression and actually pick someone off, there, there are clear paths that are not just you're now down a person. If you're down a person with no sort of rebuttal, it means you screwed up anyway. And it honestly means you probably need that limit break to be something more defensive, which by then, odds are the extra time it would have taken to charge it. You, I will say this. The, the amount of time it takes to be a 10 second, have a 10 second respawn, then the screen goes black, then you slowly animate getting up. That, on the other hand, that hurts. Hurt a lot. They are really painful. Uh, and I think that's good to try to make you want to stay alive. But then again, you only have so much ability to stay alive, right? Mm-hmm. If the team is coordinated and they want you to die, you're just going to die. They just have to pick which person on their team feels like that. If this person dies, we're going to be that much more ahead. Um, so you strategically figure out who you need to knock out, which is kind of cool. You have to have a, a job understanding. You have to see how the different counters work and everything. Uh, but man, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel. You're out of the game for pretty much 20 seconds. Plus runtime. I mean, overall, yeah, with the, with the, oh, black no, I think it's back, longer than that. I think without, 30 seconds. I think it's 20 seconds okay. without runtime to get back to the fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. That's, That's a lot of time. And for matches that can end in like, what, two minutes? They can, but they very rarely do. They almost all go to overtime. Okay, that's fair. Fair. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, there's so much of the, the, the cool thing about this mode is there's so much they can tweak, right? There's so many different things they can do to it to make it a better or worse mode. Uh, hopefully better. Yeah, don't <laughs> do what you do with Feast where you just start taking things away to try to fix problems. Cause yeah. I don't think that, that works. In the grand scheme yeah. of things. They're like, uh, you're saying bad things. Your words are gone. The uh, only thing that worked was taking Feast away. Yeah, that's it. That was the last thing they took away from the Feast was the whole mode, and I think that was the best result. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> you know, I, I will say that uh, I did hear comments that a lot of really veteran Feast players retired at this point. They're like, they, they are not interested in pursuing a new mode or anything because they just feel like they don't have as much control. Uh, and they go and play Mahjong now. That's fair. You definitely have control of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, God, I feel... It's so true. <laughs> God. Uh, I, I do feel like uh, there we are going to have a, a good handful of people who are used to the old way. I mean, that's the same thing that happened when uh, Feast went from 3.x to 4.x. Uh, and before that, that happened as well, where a lot of people who are really... Uh, into those modes, it's just too much change, and they don't want to keep going with it. But I do feel like there's going to be enough new faces with this, no matter what. Um, 
that is going to make the boat expand, even if we have a lot of the really veteran uh, hardcore PvPers uh, stop playing. Hey, hardcore raiders stop playing all the time. No one steps in. Do they? Do yeah. They? I don't know. They say that, then they always come back. Yeah, but they don't hardcore raid. When they do come back, most of the time. Don't, don't, don't hardcore raid. Not, I'm not racing. I'm not world racing. Guys, I'm just doing everything in my effort to clear it as fast as possible. That's a whole other show. That's me with, <laughs> P- that's, that's me with PvP. It's like, I'm just going to be on White Mage when I get the crystal as fast as possible. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to prove a, I'm trying to prove a well, point by doing it on A job or B job or C. Nope. Just give me, so give me flavor. You, you don't have interest in being rank one? No, I don't. Um, it's strictly because there are so many things I want to do with my time. Um, and I respect the fact that there are, I, I'm, I don't have that same level of dedication as people who do have rank one. I don't want to have that level of dedication to be rank mm-hmm. one. I want to be in the higher ranks where the more competitive matches are for the sake of, uh, just for the sake of a better gameplay experience. So mm-hmm. when I do PvP, it's, it's, you know, level and there's no and there's no upward trajectory after that that I, that's expected if i if i were to climb if i were to get top 101 from just playing and winning great but i just want to play it because it's fun that's it that's good that's good uh and i mean that's kind of the same that i literally have no choice that's that's my <laughs> way of life right now is that i i will never go towards anything to try to be a top anymore i just can't uh, i don't have the time i don't have the uh I would say I have the ability, but maybe I don't have the ability <laughs> anymore to really uh, put that kind of dedication to get things done. I can have fun and I can talk about it. That's where uh, I, I hope I excel, right? Is that I can at least talk about it and have uh, fun uh, spectating. And that's, of course, why I've been doing what I've been doing with Final Fantasy XIV for so long, right? Yeah, you don't world race. You just watch people world race. I have never cleared an ultimate, <laughs> ever. I, I look at ultimate, and I'm like, literally not something I feel like I want to put my time into. It is so cool. It is so awesome. It's amazing. But I can't I can't put the time into it. I could do Savage. Uh, Savage, no problem. But, like, ultimate... Man, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how people put those hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. Yeah, nowadays you'd have to give up having your child if you wanted. Yeah, I would have you to would give have my to. child away. Yeah, uh, specifically you. Oh, jeez, <laughs> Sly. You know, I haven't really caught up too much with your your. We're going completely off. No, topic. this is I'm fine. Sorry. Go. That's. Yeah, I, think <laughs> you're, I think you're going in the right direction. Yeah. No, I was going to ask you about your experience with Ultimate and your opinion on Ultimate too, Sly. <laughs> Same as yours. <laughs> okay, good. I just want to make sure I wasn't it's, completely alone. It's, it's really the same as yours, but at the same time, it, it's it's two things. It's more of a time constraint, and I want to do it with people I trust. And you don't trust anybody, so I, I mean, I guess, yeah, you know. That's the thing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you fucking go. You just said it. Yeah. And so... In this situation, this will be the same thing with Crystal Conflict, right? A Crystalline Conflict. Mm-hmm. I, I am going. I love it, and I want to be in it, and I want to play it, and I want to learn more about it, uh, and I want it to grow. And I, but I do want to watch it, and I do want to talk about it. I don't want to be rank one, and that's how I've always treated Feast too. Um, mm-hmm. Even though, like you know, I was getting the. I think the highest I got, and this was, I, I don't. Maybe I didn't even deserve it. I don't know. I, it feels <laughs> weird to be like in the top fifty. 
uh, for a season or something. <laughs> just like maybe I got lucky because I mean that is how solo queue works in every shape and regard. If you get the coin flip enough times where the matches are in your favor, okay, well you're gonna rank up. <laughs> That's just how it is. Um, and so, uh, but getting one is a lot of dedication, and getting into like top ten, pretty, pretty, pretty good dedication to it, uh, making that stuff happen. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that I can learn a lot going forward in the next handful of weeks and uh, feel pretty confident. I do feel pretty confident. Actually, you know what? Uh, the time that I spent with it, I feel like I got a pretty decent grasp on it, even though I might not be Mr. Happy level with PvP. I, oh, I got PvP. Yeah. I didn't rank top 100. I didn't even try. Okay. I got to like 900 points and then I lost 10 matches in a row and I was like, yeah, I think I know I'm not getting the top 100. I, it, I just got the crystal. That's yeah. it. That's just all I did. It feels yeah. weird. I'm going to be honest. This feels completely like reverse of the last PvP shows we've had. And it feels... feels Where you don't know jack shit and we know... we know. I feel like I know... Everything. Yeah, you guys know you, you guys know more than I do. I'll be 100% honest. Right now, you guys know more than I do. Right now. Uh, not forever. I, no, absolutely not. I've already had plenty of conversations, and I've I've done a lot of exploring and the the meta and trying to figure out how you know what what it's going to look like going forward. Uh, but I don't feel like I I'm I haven't had a full season of playing it uh, yet. So that's fine. I can I'm, guarantee I know some of the thoughts you'll have by the time you're done with a whole season. Okay, One, it'll be guards too slow, purifies too slow, recuperates too slow. <laughs> Yeah, that's but... literally Final Fantasy fourteen PvP. <laughs> that's, that's an old opinion. <laughs> that's been there forever, man. Yeah, but it'll be refreshed. Okay, your, okay. It'll, your fair. opinion will be refreshed, trust me, because that's, that's probably issue number one that actually needs to be addressed more than anything job-specific, more than anything gameplay limit break. It's that. When that's fixed, well, a lot of things improve. There... They have to come out with another Final Fantasy to fix that, man. No, they can I, I fix can't... this one. We've seen it with other abilities. It can be fixed. I feel like they could, but then third-party tools can take advantage of the solutions they put in place, which I think they did do that previously, didn't they? I don't know. Uh, they made stuff happen way too early. Yeah, because um, it's like doing server-side versus client-side and all that great stuff. Uh, but, man... <laughs> It's the server tick, right? And you press it, and you're like, last time it happened when I pressed it at this time in this situation, it worked great. Now it doesn't. Well, welcome. I'll, I'll one-up you even one above that. Machinist has cast times on their abilities, and the only way to cancel them is to, I think, spam escape. So if you're in the is middle it? of a cast, yeah, if you're in the middle of that short cast, and you need to guard, you're like, fuck! Not only is the cast, but also the server tick. Machine is yeah. still really good despite that, but it hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I, it's okay, though. I, I'm so used to it. I'm so used to it. That's not a reason. Like, that doesn't make it okay, Frost. That's what we call I Stockholm. I, I, yeah, I'm 100% Stockholm. That's I'm, true. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. I think we all are at some level. No, my my Stockholm has to wait a few seasons. Then it's Stockholm. Yours, yours is okay. yours is long running. It's Stockholm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, then I you cancel you... the guard because you're spamming because you're trying like get go guard go, and then you fucking cancel it. That's hard. Uh, I love seeing guard pop up and disappear immediately on people. 
but then again, like there, you can. There's abilities that remove guards, so it's not like even a sure solution. You're I just mean, like, there's monk. Right, there's monk. There's, there's monk, monk. There's reaper. <laughs> I think dancer might get rid of guard too. Mm-hmm. And then there's machinist, which goes through guard. Warrior completely removes guard. Can't press guard. Yeah, there's a few. It doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't. Uh, it, it's, you better run. You better get your ass out of there. Yeah. Uh, I did hear, and tell me if this is true or not, that we still have a handful of abilities that don't describe what the ability does. Like it's incorrect completely. Machinists, they they bug fixed that, I think. Because Machinists had an issue where the ability told you what it did, but the percentage was said that there were two different percentages displayed on two different skills, and I think they fixed that. Mm. You mean like early Purif? Dark Knight, Soul Survivor. Uh, this is one example that was given to me. It says, when you get a kill with it, you get your HP restored to maximum and restore 20% MP, but it only heals you for 20%. HP instead. Oh, so it sounds like it's another text, like another typo. Yeah, just like the text, yeah. like just some of the stuff just got completely missed. There's been uh, a lot of that across all the game, not just PvP. Okay, we had fair. we we had a bug in the Omega quest line where the quest NPC name was wrong, and there's been there's been there's been quite a few more typos in Endwalker okay. than uh, <clears throat> than previous expansion launches. So That's sad. it's been a bit of a meme. So I'm not too surprised. Okay, okay, so this just I just. Happening everywhere. Whoever's yeah. uh, doing the QA for uh, tooltips needs to. I don't, I don't want to say fire, right? More of just have a stern conversation with them. Work on their ways that they can improve, and we can build them up together within the company. That's a very different thing from fire. That's like the opposite yeah. of fire. Yeah, we can. It's, it's bad to just fire people. You always want to try to like make them a stern a, conversation. A good yes, yeah, so you have a stern conversation. Make sure it's serious. You know, um, and then uh, you know if they don't, they don't realize that the stern conversation had meaning behind it. Then make it a little sterner. <laughs> don't invite them to the pizza parties. Well, hold on, if there's pizza on the line. You got to be real mm-hmm. careful about this. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a lot of management stuff that I've been dealing with recently. Uh, which why is you triggered me a little bit early? He really is dad now. <laughs> wow. Uh, dad, now he's daddy TV, not Frosty TV. You need to have been a little bit more. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Sure. It has been okay. really rough just in the last two days, and before that, for the last two weeks, the AC being out of my house has been horrid. But this is not podcast talk. We don't got to talk about it. I mean, it's quite literally podcast talk. It's just not about Final Fantasy. Yeah, I yeah. bet you every podcast that doesn't talk about anything in particular is talking about. Dude, you like? The, I know like seven people whose ACs have broken like in the last like month. Yes, and they don't have the part. Why? <laughs> no, 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 mine. Your your whole power mine, went out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my power was out for like a day, like a whole last day. So, so many people. I'm I so sorry. AC. Like Todd's <laughs> went out. Kiri's went out. Yours Kiri's went out. out. Yeah. I have people in my chat randomly telling me their AC's not working, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's it was one of the worst two weeks <laughs> that I've been through in a while. Uh, it just mostly because of my daughter. Anything else, it would have been fine, but my daughter yeah. being in there is rough. In but 
Well, I mean, yeah, no, my heat and trying to make sure my daughter doesn't overheat. That yeah, was that's what I'm saying, part. her in the yeah. heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was rough. Um, but anyways, it, it, this, that's also the thing that made me delay my uh, return to doing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen stuff. Yeah, Mod Talk. I'm a little bit more behind yeah. today than I want to be. Yeah, I had to push a, mm-hmm. a whole week. Um, but I, I am getting into it now. AC's running and everything's going fine. Uh, hey. I'm, I'm happy. Don't do it. Don't he did do it, it on purpose. Don't it's not it. as funny. I gotta get him when he doesn't. He just uses it in a sentence. Yeah, okay. I'm small brain. I don't have enough words to like. I don't have a source in front of me saying all the different ways of saying happy. I try sometimes. I start to think joyful. of different ways. Content. Joyful, content, content. Yeah, filled with glee, ecstatic. You know, ecstatic. Yeah, there you go. Things like that, and then I'll. uh but I don't remember it. I just resort to the easiest, stupidest word I can, which of course is happy. Don't worry. So one one day we're gonna we're gonna greatly expand your vernacular. One day, get one of those yeah. word a day uh, calendars. That's what Wordle's for. <laughs> they just use it to learn words. <laughs> you know, I still haven't played that. I neither have I. <laughs> Not a single <laughs> yes. fucking time. There's so many uh, dulls now. I've played, I, I one single time did the Final Fantasy XIV music version where it plays like a second of a, of a song and you have to, you have to figure out what the song is. I was like, this doesn't hit the same. This doesn't hit right. I can do this in my fucking sleep. You know, going back to PvP, I do want to ask this. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> go back to it. Let's yeah. go back. Let's do a course correct here. Uh, people are watching this. Oh, fucking Wordle. Uh, but no, um, PVP, is there something, you guys know my experience with PVP and everything else, is there something mm-hmm. with the new mode and kind of what you've been going through and that there's an element or a concept or anything about the new mode that you're like, man, I wonder what Frosty thinks about this. Any of those things that have come up. You don't think about me that much? Sly? Well, I know what my answer is. I'm just okay. making Sly go first. Uh, different buffs based on the map. Different bumps buffs based on the map. Yeah, mm, the, yeah, the chocobo good. feathers and the the fireball. The uh, the fire pellets. I think those are great. It makes you have to add in that extra element to your gameplay and think. All right, well, if I what jobs? I mean, I don't know if we're, we're at that point, but what jobs would work better on what maps, depending on the different bosses? Oh, trust me, that's already done. happening. Okay, mm-hmm. I it's already hate playing some jobs on Volcanic Heart because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. all the line of sight. <laughs> Anything with an instant ability, I much prefer on Volcanic Heart. And that would mean that players, if they really get into the high level meta of all this stuff, is that they would have a job that they wouldn't want to play on every single map, right? Mm. We we saw we saw job changes based on map. Sometimes in Wolves League, mm-hmm. yeah. just refusal to play some things because of the line of sight and because mm-hmm. of the way some things interact. You know, one thing I've done on Machinist that endlessly upsets me because I know not to do it, but I still fucking do it because I'm just trying to be as reactive as possible. In the uh, in the wind map in Cloud9, uh, there is an interaction with your Machinist ultimate and the knock up into the air that basically cancels it out. If you try to machinist LB someone as they're falling back down, they become in range while they're in the air, but they're invincible in the air. So you end up ulting them, and they're just they, they, they the invulnerable text pops up. 
So you have to wait till they fully touch the ground before you do it, which gives them a chance to respond and like heal up. Mm. There are some, yeah, there's some other weirdness with the tornadoes too. Um, they break oh, hard. Um, <laughs> that too. But when you get like, when you get knocked up in the air like that, that what knock up wind, mm-hmm. if you, if you time it right, the exact frame you land and you, as a goon, you LB, you stay on the ground, but you're still in LB animation. So all you need to do is just push a button and the second part of your LB hits where you're actually, you know, landing. Yeah. But you're already on the ground. So people get confused. Like, like they get confused as fuck when they see you on the ground. Like they don't think you're in LB, but. You just press a button and then everything explodes around you. <laughs> you know something funny that happened to a Dragoon? So the game's not programmed to do this, but this worked for some reason. I have a clip of it. Um, in the Cloud9 map, there are these ruins on each side. And uh, they're just there for show. They create line of sight and they force mm-hmm. you to like use the pathways to go around. I watched a Dragoon do a weapon skill and somehow their hitbox during the weapon skill was off the ground. And they jumped at the same time and they went through the window of the ruin, and they were trapped there the rest of the game. They couldn't get out. Okay. Okay, maybe they should fix that. I was going to ask. <laughs> I reported it. They might have fixed it, because I remember I reported it and submitted the clip. Because uh, I was going to ask, little things like that, uh, do you feel like these are good things to keep in the game? Not just that. so you Little things that you would know, and just you would have an advantage, because you know that these situations make this happen. No, I think machine will be whiffing on that. I think it that sucks. That's that's me just trying to beat the punch but you and know. losing the limit break. Yeah, right. You know that's going to happen, so you could respond to that and play a little bit differently. The response to that is to wait a goddamn second. Yeah, but it just shouldn't let you do it in the first place. And what's even weirder is other in other cases like Dragoon Sky High. If the, if he were to go up as soon as I press my limit break, I could kill him in the air. But in this particular yeah. case, I can't kill him. I can't kill them in the air. With the that's an advantage, map advantage. There you go. That's not a an advantage. Tiny There's map no advantage or disadvantage okay. there. It's just okay. You, if you try, if you're trying to kill them, knowing exactly when the server has determined they're on the ground, is not a consistent experience either. Okay. Because okay. they could technically be registered on the ground before they hit the ground, but you don't know that they're on the ground just yet. Because your the data transfer that's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not. Okay. And I'm trying. I'm trying not to do this thing. It's essentially making me less useful on this map because I can't abuse it like that. Okay. I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I really mean like the knowledge of that set advantage uh, and playing around it in some way. But I, either way. Either way, there, there's little goofy things that I feel like uh, is actually fun to have within games. Do you, do you think but. the random one shot from machinists is a goofy fun thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> play machinists on that map. Yeah, no, I'm talking about chainsaw. <laughs> chainsaw has if you buff it, it's got I think a four percent chance of instant killing any target it hits. Okay, so no, you're right. <laughs> uh, that's pretty shitty. <laughs> That's pretty shitty. It's it's so I literally just yell at the screen and be like, "Kill it!" Oh, it didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't get it. Okay. No, no, that that's complete. Like there shouldn't be like, I hate percent chance stuff, right? Like gambling and hoping that you press a button and you you the button works the way that you want it to. I hate that. 
that that's not fun at all. Uh, that's why I think a lot of people hated Astro back in the day too, right? Uh, so yeah. it, I don't know, man. Um, okay, uh, he gave me one, so I gave me one. I'm happy. You um, said you had one. Repeat the question. Was there anything in your experience playing throughout the mode and everything else that you're like, hey, this could be interesting, and I would be interesting, interested to hear what Frosty thinks about this? It was Limit Breaks. It was Limit Breaks? Okay. Yeah, because um, obviously the way they worked in the Feast and the way they work here is mm-hmm. pretty vastly different. It's the core identity of pretty much everything you are in PvP. And so, yeah, yeah. Limit Breaks was, was what I knew. The only other thing I would have said was everything. So... <laughs> Okay, Literally every single thing. That's why we're doing the show, Frosty. I was like, I only want to ask him one question, <laughs> but I guess I got to invite him on the show to do that, huh? Yeah, yeah. I I do think the Limit Breaks, it's really cool that they all have their unique flavor and they do their own thing, but I don't know how long that's going to last. I feel like there's going to be some level of homogenization that will happen, just like it does everywhere else when they try to balance stuff. I can't. I don't think so this time. Really? You think they're just going to let it fly and be like, well, some jobs are going to be better than other jobs? I think Yoshi P has played enough PvP in other games to accept the fact that it's a constant balance job. And PvE is the same way. Like, even as homogenized as PvE is, people have to make mountains out of molehills when they're displeased with something or there's a performance gap of any capacity. Great example. Tanks, all pretty close, within 3% of each other. But if you ask anyone, Paladin is god-awful and shouldn't be played. You know. I'm glad I'm playing it. Yeah, but that, you're used to that, you know. You've, yeah. you made, you've, you've slept in that bed since Heaven's Word. You knew your mistake. There was a time Paladin was really, really strong. and That was 2.0. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and then we went into the whole, oh, God, clearing A12S with Paladin was, like, a great experience, and I'm so fortunate I had a static that supported me. <laughs> supported uh, you in your choice to play Paladin. <laughs> yeah, they weren't, like... Because it was, it was definitely not the easy choice, right? Uh, but it was, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed doing it because I enjoyed using their kit and figuring out how I could make it work. I mean, and that's probably the same that a lot of people feel with PvP right now is they have their job that they want to play and they want to see how they can make it work. Even if it's not the strongest one, they want to see how they could take advantage of, uh, the different moves, abilities, and the interactions they have with that job. Uh, so. Now. I don't know. Go ahead. One thing. That Screenix, well, I'll say the dev team specifically, seems to struggle with, and a topic that is very much on my attention today is the reward structure. So, mm-hmm. first, Frosty, let's go with the easy one to talk about. Series, not yeah. season, series, which is the battle pass-like thing that you have that has rewards at... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, plus the trophy crystals. Are you, there are some people who are vehemently against this kind of system, no matter how it's done. Mm-hmm. So where are you on that, on that spectrum? The way that they did rewards, uh, I do feel like is better overall. I feel like there's stuff that they could do, uh, for the people who are getting top rank to feel a little bit more special in general. Uh, but I do feel like, the way they did it gave people like something they could progress towards and not feel like they're constantly losing track. From my understanding, uh, and again, I haven't... Cr- always correct me if I'm wrong. Guys, if I'm wrong... Oh, don't worry, I will. 
Yeah, chat's going to correct me at some point, I'm sure, but you guys can correct me too. All right. You don't really lose rank, right? You lose, you go up stars, down stars, everything else, but you can just keep playing and not feel like the stress of having to fall down really hard when you lose a lot. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> I guess it, it makes people more encouraged to play and less afraid of playing. I don't know. But back, it, in the, back in the day, back in the day when we were talking about when we were in the, in the heyday of Feast, uh, we were talking about, um, what was it, uh, rank degradation. That was something that need, that Feast desperately needed. Um CC has it to an extent. If you if you're a lazy shit and don't do something for a uh for a, a uh, season. season. Yeah, like again, season series it's the dumbest fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um if you don't do anything for a season, you you go down a a complete rank. Um five risers specifically. Five so risers. You could go down two ranks technically. If you were in gold four and you dropped, you would go all the way down to bronze. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let me, let me ask you, Frosty, do you feel, do you feel like that's, um, enough? Or do you feel like the degradation should be more severe or lighter? What do you think? I don't know. I'm used to being diamond and being able to go all the way down to gold if you lose hard enough. Uh, and it's, you feel pretty bad afterwards, but (laughs) at the same time, you're losing the people in, in those ratings. It's a whole, you're gonna have a whole conversation about whether that's true or not because of people playing at certain times when certain people are playing and those people are stronger and those people are easier and depending on when you play, the time of day, you rank better, all that great stuff. Uh, but in general, like, you, you'd go down, uh, and you felt kind of afraid of losing because you would always have to climb back up. Uh, it was a little bit different with Feast because until Diamond, you didn't lose as much as you won. Uh, like, if you lost in, uh, let's say, Bronze, right, you'd lose 5 points. If you won, you gain 25 points. If you lost in Platinum, 20 points, you gain 25 if you win. And that was kind of their way of making it a little bit smoother until you hit Diamond. Here, it just, you do the star system going up and down. <laughs> I don't know. It, it kind of feels like no matter what, you kind of go up or down, but once you hit that rank, you're just locked in, and you just keep trying to go up, and you try to, like... It's, I'm sorry if I'm not explaining it right, but it feels... No, you're explaining it correctly. That's, it that's feels weird, uh, but it doesn't feel bad, if that makes any sense. It doesn't feel horrible. Like, I'm fine with it. I don't feel like it's horrible one way or the other. I think there's only a single downside, and it is actually in Crystal. Um, and... I'll I'll admit to being somewhat of a contributor to this downside. Um, okay. When you hit crystal, for a lot of people, myself mm-hmm. included, that is the end goal. I don't want to get top 100. I don't care if I get top 100 or number one. I, I'm there because I wanted to climb. I made it to the rank I wanted to. And you know now I can just PvP for the sake of PvPing without there being any stress with decent quality matches. When you have that security... You may try jobs you're not in, you're not really crystal skilled at, mm-hmm. because you mm-hmm. know you won't go down in rank. Sly. Why don't you go to 
Because Casual? because you will oh fucking obliterate everybody and learn nothing. <laughs> I tried that. I went into casual on monk sly. I was beating on a white mage. I had none of my burst tools, so they had plenty of time to save me. Two team members resurrected, ran past me to the crystal, and sat there while I waited for everything to come off cooldown, and beat the white mage that didn't polymorph me once, or even try to do anything other than recuperate or cure two. I learned nothing, and I would not recommend that experience again, unless you really like beating on people who are genuinely playing the casual mode to have a casual match. So... Dodgeball scene from Billy Madison. Yes, that's it. Now you guys are in big, big trouble. I mean, we could throw in a concept uh, where you have your rank is altered depending on the job that you play. I, and now, I don't mean, I, I wouldn't say it would, it doesn't sound fun, at least, to be a crystal player, then start on, uh, as paladin, then you go to black mage, and then you start at the bottom. That doesn't sound fun. But I do right. think maybe negative two ranks or something like that on your job uh, if you change to another job, and then you could build that up. And then once you get to Crystal, you stay Crystal there. And then you're always going to be two ranks lower on a job you've never played before until you build it up. That sounds too crazy. No, it doesn't sound crazy at all, but I thought of logistically what would happen if they did that or what they could do and what I would not want them to do is then make titles for every job and then you get a different achievement for every single job for every single but that would be that is would that be a bad so thing? stressful that's so much more extra pvp activity <laughs> that's so weird <laughs> uh, uh, but it would make it a little bit smoother i think cuz you have experience but you're not like bottom level experience it would give you it let you kind of go into the fray with people learning a new job and not completely be a detriment to your team uh, until you learned it yeah, I mean that's that, for me. That's the only downside of the way that you can't downrank out of crystal. Um, I will say this: the reverse effect of that is when you do get in a crystal, somebody just might stop because now they're actually at risk unless you add proper degradation over time. I mean, and that's what happened, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people, if they felt they were competent, they'd get into the top 100 and get whatever that seasonal amount is or, or whatever it was. Uh, they would um, they would just stop. There's no reason to keep playing. Uh, we did have people. Back in the day, rainbowing, playing every single job possible. Uh, and they would suck at some jobs, but they wanted to learn and play it. But they're playing with diamond players uh, when that was the top rank, right? And you're a platinum player. Uh, and you're just completely throwing the matches and the balance of the matches and everything off. And it was so painful. You just made me think of one of the main reasons why I don't like that that's possible, and it has very little to do with the fact that your quality of your matches go down to crystal. It has everything to do with when you queue into that match on that job that you really don't know how to PvP on, but you're trying to learn it, and you see someone who's in Diamond 1 on your team, and you're like, oh no, is this their last match? Is this supposed to be the match that gets them to crystal? And now you're thinking, this was the best, this was the worst match. I wish I didn't do this. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be the one that ruins this person's promotion. This could be their last rising star to get to their riser to crystal. Then you get a diamond five player Mm -hmm. like they're at the bottom anyway. I don't care. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Complete opposites. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's some work they could do on it. I mean, that's that's a minor complaint in the grand scheme of, like, the mode itself, though, I think. Uh, Test... 
A trait. A lab. What what fighting game community yeah, would lab. call as a lab? I was gonna say yeah. like a test, a, a, a test like Q or like yeah something. That's casual. Like, you just go in the casual. Tell that I mean, to fighting game people. They lab shit all the time. Hitting the dummy is not he, the same as labbing. He just said. He just said he went in the casual, and it's just like beating up on beating up on kids. That's okay. Like, it's, it's casual. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to oh, learn yeah, anything. Hold on, yeah, learn it's okay to beat mechanics. up on. <laughs> I'm going to go to the local <laughs> playground and just start punching kids in the face because it's casual. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Yeah, what you, are you going to learn from it? Like, you, you're really not going to learn anything from it. You're not. I'm no. not. I'm not. Oh, I want, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to learn this new boxing technique, but these kids are putting up a challenge. I need a different playground. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get some level of education, right? You get your fingers kind of familiar with a few different things, and, like, you get used to the, the job in some regard. Then you go in back to ranked, and then you screw all those people over for a little bit. But, a little bit. Uh, until you get used to it, right? Um, for about a, like, 30-minute window or however long the uh, the map window lasts. Yeah. Lonnie's saying that Tekken works exactly like you just said with your recommendation with your main rank determined raising the rank of all your other characters, but all the characters having their own rank. Hey, I have genius that other people have already thought of. Yeah, my 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 genius thoughts here uh, are already being used somewhere. So, we're good. Thank you for wearing your shirt, by the way. Happy. I just I, I, yeah yeah the one little tiny logo over there. <laughs> you can barely read. That's such a bad. I story. told you I wanted to wear it on Saturday, but I wore it today instead. <laughs> oh, jeez. My Mog Talk shirt. I told you this story when someone saw the shirt and said, "Oh, I really like your shirt." I was like, "Oh, do you know who Mo- what Mog Talk is?" They said, "No, I just like Moogles." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Did I tell you the time I wore Ethis's shirt over to? Uh, I think it was a Costco or something. I was checking out. I was like, "Oh, is that a Pokemon?" <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I like Pokemon. I love Pokemon. <laughs> it does logo look like a Pokemon for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, I just I just love the idea of me asking if they knew who you were, and they're just like, no. No, of course not. I don't know who this person is. Uh, I'm not at that point in life. I People barely know who I am. Uh, I know who you are. You know who I am, which is, which is great, and I appreciate it. Um, but, no, it's, man... Oh, it's so weird. It's so weird getting back into everything now. Do you feel like Final Fantasy overall is in a lull in some way, or is it still, like, huge and going really strong? Because it feels super strong right now. I think it's stronger than some of us think it is, because a lot of us have very mm-hmm. narrowed interests. And we also mm-hmm. had a lot of time in yeah. Shadowbringers to tackle maybe long-term goals that we had put off for a really long time because of the pandemic. I know I'm feeling that. Like, I don't have my ocean fishing to think about. Like, oh, I'll do that one day. No. Triple Triad caught all the way up with that. I did every Shadowbringers relic. Like, I had all this extra time because of how Shadowbringers played out. That um, Endwalker, that usual, like, start of the expansion, you know, this is all you have because we're trying to, like, make sure people have time to get into it and take their time with the story and learn the raid ball. You know, that, that almost, it feels harder for someone who's a long-term player, but in the overall strength of the game, I feel, has gone up, even through the bumps with things like the housing debacle and, you know, Ultimate being as torturous as this one has been in particular and yeah. <laughs> raid groups breaking and everything. Like, yeah, Sly's shaking his head because he knows I want to do DSR support group for the people who, like, have been clearing more recently. Just so mm-hmm. they, because now they have free time, but they spent way more time getting to their free time, so it's even more confusing. Well, I mean... 
PvP in general has always been a good filler between a lot of different content patch or content mm-hmm. patches. Do you feel like CC is going to be able to do that the way that Feast wasn't able to? I think it depends on the reward structure, which was you know where we even got to this 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 particular part of the topic because the series I think is a great idea. Um, it's we totally didn't finish that part of the conversation. I'm sorry, I completely forgot to derail. I got us. I got us back. I got <laughs> okay, us back. Good, good. It's fine. Um, and so. The series, I think, was a good idea. I think it's it's more confusing than it needs to be because of the naming convention. People seem to not mm-hmm. understand that a series ending and a season ending are not the same thing. Um, you know, how many people asked me like the week before season one ended said, "Yo, I only have a week left to get the Archfiend armor, Archfiend armor," and I'm like, "That's that's not no. You have another two months to get the Archfiend armor. It's not until six point two. The season is ending. The series is not ending until six point two. I'm going to have to make a video about that every fucking season. I'm just going to have to take the same video and like re-upload it every single time because this keeps happening. It's going to happen until they change the goddamn name from series to anything that isn't series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. What, what would they call it? I don't know. Not not Amen. something Not something that is that has, has, shares an alliteration aspect with season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to think on that sub Okay. Okay. Uh, campaign. The- there you go. That's what we said on Saturday, right? Campaign? Campaign. Okay. Campaign works. I, we can we can go with that. Um, uh, I like that reward structure, specifically. Um, I like okay. it when it's done in, a, in a, the right way. We'll see if it works long-term. There's the worry about fear of missing out. Of course, of uh, when it's gone, we know the 6.1 rewards will be purchasable in 6.2 with trophy crystals. If you miss the series, it's after that point where I have to see how they 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 handle it. Um, trophy crystals also, I think they may have gone a little overboard with how many things you can buy with trophy crystals right out the gate, including removing the previous uh, the the kind of the kind of timed gate of the previous seasonal rewards where you would earn a certain number of tokens per season based on your end ranking, and then you would buy armor pieces with it over time. Now it's just trophy crystals. So you can just buy everything you want right away. And I think a little bit of time investment to get to some rewards would go a long way with long-term interest in PvP. And then the seasonal rewards, while, okay, so for anyone who missed it, I had a major complaint that if you placed in a higher rank, you got nothing from the lower ranks. It was something we were hoping would be the case. So I didn't rank up. I decided I'm going to stay in Diamond. I'm going to get to Diamond 4 and then just go down to Platinum 4 and then I'll climb back up to Crystal next season. They today announced the Season 1 people are going to get all the rewards when 6.2 rolls around and they're going to do that going forward. So now I'm fucked because there's no cues in the early part of the day and I don't play too often in the later part of the day. So I'm going to have to make time to try to get to Crystal in the evening so I can be there every season. And then they also said they're changing titles every season. But that's... I'm glad they're doing it for the future because, well, yes, mm-hmm. winning a gold medal doesn't normally net you a silver and a bronze in most competitions. The way Final Fantasy works, it kind of has to, or people are or people are going to do what you just said. They're going to deliberately downrank in order to collect rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it had a major impact on the queues this season as well. It's huge impact. Uh, yeah. Although I think the series, people being done with the series, also had an impact on that. I want to see more interesting seasonal rewards because a, a portrait and a border and a title is gonna get it's already stagnating as a reward structure and it's been mm-hmm. one and a half seasons 
Yeah, I mean, they could do the same thing. They could make a whole nother new mount every single time and uh, continue the conversation of PvP sucks because I can't get my rewards that I would want to get. But we had this discussion on Saturday, and we came up with a solution to this together, and that the mm-hmm. mount is for placing in any ranked, any rank, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, crystal, but they have something about them that represents the rank that you ended in. So everybody can get the same mount, but if you have the crystal one, it's got, I don't know, maybe it has like banners on the shoulders or something with the, the crystal portrait or, you know, if you're yeah. number one also, same deal. It could have, it could have that on the side to let everyone know that you got the number one mount for that season. But that way everyone's competing or, you know, chocobo bardings even that represent your rank one season, you know, just switching things that are more representative than the portrait having the number two on it. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you, and I, I think I also support old PvP rewards being accessible. Uh, that's and, a, but that's not a, an opinion. So I'm sorry, I want to alter that statement a little <laughs> bit because I feel like I I started too strong. What I meant is accessible, but in a dumbed down, boring version of the reward. Oh yeah, okay, that'll be a so, great way to describe it. Yeah, everyone, you're not worth the good ones. Just get the boring ones. Yeah. You're not going to get, you weren't there, you weren't part of the cool 600 crew that got the, the mount at, when the season was happening. But you can still get it, the asset's there and it should be used, it just doesn't look as cool. It's you know, like the it. Gubu, the 1.0 Gubu versus the, the A Realm Reborn Gubu. My 1.0 Gubu is clearly superior to the 2.0 Gubu. One of the things that, you could say about 1.0 being superior. Yes. is And, well, up until 6.2's announcement, request repair would have been the other one, but that's fixed now. So. Yeah. How does it feel, yeah. you know, to say something and be like, man, this sucks, they really should do it, and then they do it? Uh, that's what I like to call um, playing a game I like. <laughs> Catharsis? Catharsis. Uh, now, uh, when Puppet Master comes out, I'll be fully vindicated. Uh, that'll be the next one. Stop it. When they stop it. do stop more it. stuff with no. Chuckabo Racing, gonna feel good. Gonna feel sure. real good. Sure. Sure. Yeah. They'll do flying maps for one day, right? I feel like that was just a fever dream. It yeah. was. I can't find literally any documentation that was ever said anywhere about the flying Chuckabo maps. Uh. But I know, I know it was said. I just don't know where and when. I feel like it was at FanFest they said it, and it just didn't get recorded or something. I don't know. Oh, no, it's out there. I'm sure if I go through my 3,000 videos Which back in a few years, I can find something. It was the Heavensward. It would be the the, the Heavensward one, because that's when it, Flying was introduced, right? And so they were talking about doing Flying Chuckabo racing. I don't think it would have been that soon. They just mention, uh, yeah, the but they, they just say things, you know, like they mention ideas, like they're like, yeah, you know, it's cool, we have flying now, you know, maybe, you know, we have a flying chocobo, maybe, like they just, they, like Yoshi P just connects dots in the middle of the conversation to be like, well, that's a logical mm-hmm. thing. See, he did the same thing with Blitzball. He's like, we can swim, so logically we should have Blitzball. And I was like, no, that's not what that means. They were really thinking about it. They were trying to do it. They just couldn't come up with the solution and the implementation for Blitzfall yet. I know. Uh, and good. I hope they never figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever, dude. It'll come. So what? So everyone can play it for three days and then abandon it again? Like every other Gold Saucer mode? No. Yeah, so what? <laughs> you say that, but people are still playing fucking... Words of Romania. No, people do it weekly for the challenge log. That's not the same as playing it, Sly. 
Is it though? No, it is the same thing as no, playing it's it. Not. You Player are actively. Uh, no, they aren't actively starting doing a game. It. They're going it, into a PVE match that they can zerg in one minute five times, so they never have to play anything about it. Ever PVE again. is playing. That's all played, man. It, it, it is playing. No, there's a difference between playing something and uh, playing it. <laughs> okay, I guess you could put oh, two different right. tones on it. Sure, I, I can say there's distinction. Nobody logs in and goes, oh yeah, here we go. It's time. Let's go. Lords of Verminion, right. They're like, alright, let me fucking get this out of the way real quick. I don't want to fucking be here right now, but it only takes five minutes. I guess I'll do it. And it's really, really good for your rewards. Uh, the rewards it gives you. It's insane. Um, you should do the tournaments too if you don't. Yeah, tournaments, <laughs> the it, tournaments are worth a lot. Even if you just play one yeah. match. Like, it's very, very quick. In the, at least in the first times that you win, you get, like, a ridiculous amount uh, for your first victories. Uh, and it's so easy. It's so easy to do. Yeah, it. most, I'm not going to lie, I went into I went into a tournament match and another against another player, and they just sat in base and let me win the whole thing. They didn't want to. <laughs> they didn't. They were just like, I was told to do this because it's the MGP event and it's worth more, but I'm not going to fucking play this. That's not happening. Uh, yeah. It was an April Fool's joke that really never left being a April Fool's joke. It just somehow it got implemented at the same time. Yeah, the April Fool's patch. That was three point one was the April Fool's patch. If only it was four point one, then it would have been like April first. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh anyways. PvP man. What what else are we doing with PvP? We're we're fixing front lines, right? Yeah, uh, right now the melees point? are nigh unkillable. It's like they're, they're so strong right now because they wanted to get rid of, they, they admitted they were just doing some kind of like knee jerk changes to make it playable. And it technically worked, but now it's almost impossible to kill some jobs in, mm. in front lines. Uh, make more adjustments coming. The big thing is in 6.2, they're going to be making adjustments that are only front lines related, like job related changes that only affect their performance in front lines versus, mm-hmm. uh, how they'll operate inside crystalline conflict. So they're hitting their dividing balance between battlegrounds and, and competitive so they don't screw one or the other, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Rival Wings is returning, which we don't really know what the impact of that is. We don't know how significant any of the changes are, how much they've looked at what's been going on with front lines and made decisions about how limit breaks are going to interact with the robots and so on and so forth and yada yada. Screw it. Just do it. See what, see what, who cares, you know? Hey, that's what mm-hmm. I used to say about PvP, Frosty. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter anymore, <laughs> you know? Doesn't matter. Wow. <laughs> it's like deja vu, but from somebody wow. else. Yeah. You know, man, uh, we may get back full circle by the end of this expansion. We'll see where you're like, ah, PvP sucks. I hate it. And then I'm like, ah, PvP's great. I don't think it will. I think even if I, no. like, lose interest in playing it, I don't think I've lost interest in what it is. Because mm. they've made genuine strides that like long time strides, and they've just, the fact that we got the feedback turnaround. Like, yeah, you may have waited twenty seasons to not get that, but the fact that they took it seriously to to do it like within a week of the <sighs> season ending, it really God, sounds worse go. when I say twenty seasons out loud, doesn't it? Huh? You can just uh, go over the history of that man and like all the struggle <laughs> the community has gone through for like changes uh, that need to happen to the game and the game mode to make it better. Uh, 
I I hope it's a lot better. <laughs> I hope they just say screw it. No, we're gonna we're gonna listen to you, make changes. We're not gonna need a whole council of people to come together, create this official document, submit it over, and have you read it, acknowledge you read it, and then still do nothing. I think it has staying power. <laughs> I think it, I think it definitely has staying power. Uh, a while back, I remember uh, saying that like, one solution for PvP would just be to have a complete like. You know how we have our, our we have our regular um, live letters and shit like that, and you know we go over you know PVE and like they go over a little bit over PVP, you know, and then some live letters you'll get the fluff after after really like all the good information. Maybe we just need like a PVP section just to like kind of go over shit, and, you know, just Do you know how many. Years, <laughs> I went through, and they would be like, "PPP stuff's coming," and that was the live letter. That was it for the <laughs> PPP section. Yeah, PPP stuff's coming. PPP stuff, you know. Yeah, let's go on to the next topic. And that was so <laughs> long. <laughs> Oh my god, I remember those times. Holy shit. I'd sit there and I'd be with other people in the community. We're just sitting there waiting. Alright. It's been so long. It's been like two live letters, right? And they said they're going to start talking about it this live letter. This is it. This all timed out really well. And we're all sitting there watching. We're like, alright. EVP slide. Oh, watch party. We have a name. And that was the slide. Party. It was like exactly, exactly that. Yeah, you yeah. were like, PVP's coming. Like, okay, but, but and you were like, where? Like, when? You're like, and that was the slide. He's like, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but maybe. Then we got it, and it's good. it's good. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I got it. People are happy. The majority of people are happy. Uh, no, and there's happy. still stuff to work on, and we'll see if they work on it. Stop it. I saw that. Stop it. Sell it. No, not you. Happy. What happened? You heard it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. It is good to be technically right. Better than technically yeah. wrong. Technically. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that being said, <laughs> I, I have good hopes. I do have good hopes for it. Um, but I play Final Fantasy fourteen for a decade, like, almost, right? I didn't play 1.0, so I did get to skip that whole nonsense. Um, Good. and so I, I always, I'm hopeful, but I'm not going to be really disappointed if things don't work out. That's just how it is. I will be. You will be? Yeah, because I want it to have good PvP. I don't want it, Frosty, I never wanted it to have bad PvP. I, just I feel like you that wanted it, it to be bad. No, I you wanted want, it to be good. Mm-hmm. They just, they just refused to make it good. That well, was clearly the problem. They refused to make it good. Okay. Well, let's let's one one more thing I want to ask real quick. Uh is now that you've seen like high-level matches and everything, we know that there's going to be an EU event coming up uh and they're going to have some high-level matches there. Do you feel do you feel good about the uh the community wanting to watch it? Like do you feel like a lot of people are going to show up and want to actually track and watch teams and follow uh and, and cheer for their their favorite teams? Wolves League went incredibly well in terms of viewership. And that's with 
a channel that did not already have a massive pre-established following. Mm-hmm. And so this will be on an official channel. And I think people won't no, won't ignore it. They won't go, oh, it's the PvP match. No, they're going to see that the 14 channel's live. They're going to wonder why. They're going to click it, and they're going to get a very entertaining set of PvP matches and insight and commentary. All right. Right. Honestly, even the feast, even though I didn't like the feast, I still always enjoyed the 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 competitive matches. I always sat and watched the matches at the fan fest. Thank you, I appreciate it. I wasn't there for you. Don't thank me. <laughs> uh, uh, I okay, I'm lying. I actually only yeah. sat in the crowd because I was like, I should be here for Frosty. Oh, sweet of you. Yeah. Well, that being said, like. I do want to ask you, what are the exciting things? What are the things that you think people should be hyped up when they're watching a match? Is it really still deaths? Oh, people are dead. Limit breaks are up. What are, what's the things that we are shoutcasting? It is limit breaks up and map objectives, um, map variants like Volcanic Heart and Cloud Nine's, uh, things mm-hmm. coming up and how the play around it is. Um, there's, in my opinion, nothing better than when you can track the limit breaks, envision in your head how the team is supposed to use that to win, and you see it happen exactly as you intend. When you see the monk limit break up, and then you see the bar disappear, and you look over on the other side, and the health bar plummets, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> you, you that's, know. A, that's a serotonin boost. Yeah. That's, that's that's a big one. When you see the Dragoon LB, and then their their health bar goes gray, and then you see the crash down from sky high, and they win because it's a good like, limit three break. Three people... Three yeah. people just go to complete zero. Serotonin boost. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The limit breaks yeah. are definitely the serotonin boost that you're looking for, and I think that's that's the thing that will excite people most because that's where the biggest plays happen. I will say though, the first sixty seconds are probably the best parts of the match. The first sixty seconds and the last sixty seconds. Sometimes that's the whole match because a match just completely goes and it's two minutes long. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's a team. Coming out the gate strong and pushing right at the beginning to a drawn out game that goes to overtime. Uh, and that last 60 seconds before overtime is where you're like, the game is made or the game can be made or broken here. Yep. Okay. Okay. There's a lot, there's a lot of positive things. And also look for job counterplays. Again, the Paladin Dragoon thing became very, very prevalent as a counter, with Dragoon being a counterplay to Paladin. So curious to see if we'll see that happen constant, consistently throughout the official tournament and through the Wolves League, which is also returning very shortly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, cool. I'll, I'll keep that stuff in mind. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting to see. I I did watch again some of those matches and everything to try to understand exactly what people are looking for, what really ant because this this stuff that I want to get into, right? is a uh, commentary again for uh, PvP. And I, I want it to be uh, at a point to where you're saying something and you're getting someone excited even if they've never played Final Fantasy fourteen. I think that's the end goal and what you want to do for a really strong uh, PvP for an MMO is you want to be, it to be an advertisement. Yeah. For Chat House Dragoon Counter Paladin, they have a lot of two-hitting target abilities, and so when the cover goes out, you can blow them. Your limit break almost guaranteed insta-kills the Paladin if they're not in Phalanx. But not to mention uh, Wormwind Thrust and Jirskogel, Nastrond, all that stuff pretty much can obliterate a Paladin if uh, they're covering somebody else. Yeah, and you manage to hit both of them. So 
We're basically arranged. Pretty much. And you're really good at it, too. Good job. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Dragoon was arranged in Feast 2. Yeah. <laughs> they always stayed really far back and just kept swinging Piercing Talon the entire time, and that was literally like most Dragoons. Yeah. Uh, See? All right. You're, they're mm-hmm. used to this. Sly, why can't you? Why can't you be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's the answer. Uh, all right, well, we're at just about the two-hour mark a little bit over, so I think now is a good time to start winding down. Before we start doing our outros, uh, Frosty, this isn't this isn't your outro, just if there's any last okay. comments you want to make about PvP before we sign off, then mm-hmm. uh, the floor is yours. You're our guest. Uh, okay. Or well, even I am... about you. Yeah, it could be about you. I don't care. I mean, that would, that would yeah. sound kind of like an outro. Yeah, to... I guess kind of, but you know. Uh, you, you don't listen I, to me anyway throughout the show, so I figure I'll just put it out there anyway. <laughs> it's usually the best course of action is just to ignore what you're saying. True. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah. no, uh, I do want to say that I am excited for this mode. I'm excited to see it grow and develop and everything. I do not think it's at its peak in uh, where it can actually go. I feel like there's still a lot of stuff to figure out. Um, and I've, I'm saying this is not a person who is a top in in-game PvP super master of the current mode right now, but as just seeing it from a outside perspective, it looks like there's a lot of stuff that still needs to be worked out and developed uh, in meta and just how you're, you're playing in these matches. And I want to see how that evolves. I want to see where uh, Square Enix officially takes this mode, if they're going to keep on it. Uh, I, I don't think that this is going to turn out to be the same thing as Feast. It, I'd be... I, did, I said I wouldn't be disappointed, but I, I would be kind of disappointed if this did turn out to be have the same community uh, opinion on it as Feast had. I, I do want them to support it as much as they can. I'd like to see official uh, PvP reps from Square Enix where they could come out and talk, and you'd be like, this guy is our PvP guy. This is our, our person that we can talk to and will talk to us. Uh, you know, um, I, I want that for every single aspect of the game with rating and everything else, but I feel like PvP could really use it. Uh, moving forward, Clem kind of does that, I think, to a, a point right now <laughs> because he does. The I was just going to say it. the exact yeah. same thing. I think Clem is that person at the moment. I, he may, but he's not a, a developer, right? And right. so I kind of want a PvP developer that kind of comes out and uh, is a spokesman for PvP as well. Clem is amazing, by the way. I love Clem. Uh, he's one of my favorite people on the Square Enix team. Uh, I am so glad <laughs> that he's he's around doing what he's doing because uh, Square Enix is definitely benefiting from how amazing he is with working with the community. Um, but that being said, yeah, PvP looking good. I feel like hopefully the uh, the really competitive side starts to get worked out uh, and that we start to see some people getting super serious about it. Um, but yeah, that's it. Coolio, well. On that note, I think it's time that we wrap this show up. First, let me thank our sponsors, and then we can all do our outros, go into a short post-show, and then I need pizza. So, you mentioned it, it's just once the pizza party came up. It's, just, it's been on my mind since. I haven't listened to you since you said pizza. I'm not going to lie. Sorry. That's fine. That's You did a good thing for me, as far as I'm concerned. So... Thank you to our sponsors for State of the Realm. As per usual, of course, we have Steel Series. So again, we have a giveaway. If you go to the YouTube videos, there should be a link in the description for the July giveaway. Thank you to Steel Series for that. And of course, for the discount code 12%. If you have any questions about the product, always feel free to ask me. But they've sponsored the show for quite some time. Any support the sponsor, support the show. 
our patrons over on Patreon for supporting. Uh, they don't have to. We post everything for free. We don't give them any sort of particular benefits because we want everyone to be able to enjoy the content. But they do it anyway. So we love them, of course. As Sly always likes to very explicitly. He looks in the camera and says, we love you. Except that I think he disconnected. So he's not going to do that right <laughs> He now. does look disconnected. Yeah. I said, I'm pretty sure that Sly's, co- oh yeah, Thor got me. Yeah. He said it in the, in the, in the chat. So, so, no, oh. oh, there we, oh, hey, wait, no, I'm here. No. Oh, is he, oh the camera's no, on this No, I'm now? here. I'm, t- <laughs> I wonder if the two scene one is, is working. You'll be Sly in that case. Let's see. Uh, no, it's, yeah, that one's not. Okay. Let's see. Well, I can make it work. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. So we're, yeah, so Sly, Sly disconnected, but I'm, I'm here. I could totally just fix this in like two seconds, but the, co- the comedic power is, is quite, is quite <laughs> it's too good. great. Yeah, cause then what if he comes back? He said Thor got him, so I don't think he'll be back anyway. So I'll have to do his outro for him. There we go. Look at that. Frosty, you are also just half. There you go. I'm trying to awesome. figure out. No, I got it. Out. I got it. I figured it out. And then okay. we are both kind of Sly. Here, so I'm just going to turn that one off. I wish I could be. Oh, he's back. Never mind. Now I got to. Now I got to unfix it. Okay. Well, he might. He'll be back shortly, at the very least. Okay. Now I got to. Now I got to figure out what this looks. Hold on. Let me. This. This is. This is going to be. This is part of the show now. This is it. This is here. So now I'm trying to predict where he's going to be. Oh wait. No. 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 I had that right. Damn it. I need. I just need to do this. There we go. Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm, Here we mm -hmm, go. mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. Okay. That's perfect. Awesome. Okay, there we go. That should that should be mostly right. Okay. And then he'll be back soon. And then Frosty, yours is going to get screwed up. Which way do I have to go? Here we go. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here we go. Here we go. See? I almost, it was almost perfect. I was okay. I was pretty close to fixing it exactly the way it was supposed to look. Um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. You got back on quick. Oh, I, 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 I heard. Yeah, it says connecting in the back for your uh, the. Yeah, yeah, for my thing, yeah. <laughs> that's fitting. Yeah, I heard, I saw you kept doing this, and I was like, is he listening for thunderstorms? I was wondering that yeah. during the show. Okay. I mean, you have a really solid still face, and so it's it's hard to know. Yeah, we couldn't tell until. <laughs> 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 that was impressive. But yeah. finishing off the sponsor shout out, uh, this particular state of the realm and the next several will also have an additional sponsor. I got word mm-hmm. that a certain sponsorship was fixed because we ran into a technical issue with it a couple days ago. But this show is also sponsored by, I got the message last two hours. That's why it wasn't at the start of the show. It's also sponsored by HelloFresh, who, uh, I've sp- done sponsorships with them before and I've been using them for a couple of years. If you type exclamation mark HelloFresh in the chat, it should have the updated link, the updated code, everything there, unless it's not working, in which case I will fix it because I was told it was fixed, but it might, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Try it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Pog SE 12272. There you go. That's for 16 free meals across seven boxes. I'll include a link to that with the discount code in the YouTube section. Uh, get, Get, uh, ingredient. I'm trying to throw this together real quick since I just got it. They'll send, they'll send specific ingredients to your home so you can cook specific meals. It helps you learn how to cook and it's delicious. Trust me. Cause I've, like I said, I've been doing it for like two years now. So having them sponsor is nice since I've actually used it for a great deal of time. And the gifts are good too. Hope you get the mac and cheese. Get the mac and cheese. If they send it to you, please do it. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you to them, and uh, yeah, any sort of any sign up uh, supports supports the stream, supports everything. On that note, 
now that Sly's back, we can do our outros. Um, should Sly go first before he disconnects? And Stephen, though you're the guest, no, no. <laughs> uh, fine, let, all right, all right, let, fine. Frosty, let Frosty go. For, sure, let Frosty yeah. Go. Uh, thank you guys again for letting me come on your show. I know it's always a low point in stated around when I come on, uh, and I, I appreciate you giving me the the chance to come on and talk to some people I don't normally talk to. Of course, uh, the chat, you know, uh, they they don't watch my show; they watch your show. Pretty sure that, they watch both of our shows. Eh, there might be a little bit of crossover. Maybe a little bit. A little bit. I don't know. <laughs> that being said, uh, it is nice to come back and have these conversations because these are definitely highlights to my to my week, to my day, to my month. Just being able to sit back and forget about everything and just talk about Final Fantasy XIV. That's been such a big part of my life. Uh, I do want to also say thank you so much to my wife, uh, Kerr, who puts up with me doing things like this and like putting some time, uh, just to relax and, and, and do, do what I want to do. It, it, it's awesome to have, uh, <laughs> it's awesome to have a good relationship, you know, having a healthy relationship feels really great guys. Uh, but also, uh, thank you to my baby for being, uh, a life changing for me has opened up a whole different world. Uh, it's literally a whole nother chapter in my life. Uh, and I, w- even if I have to give up like everything for her, I would absolutely do it. Uh, because she, is that thunder? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can hear I heard it more. Yeah. 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 Uh, but no, it, it's been absolute blast, uh, going through it. Of course, lots of frustration, lots of exhaustion, lots of everything else. Uh, but it's all worth it in the end. Um, and I'm looking forward to having her be a big part of my life throughout the next two decades. So, uh, and after that, she'll probably never talk to me again. I was going to say, and then yeah. it's over. Then, she, then <laughs> yeah, she's out she's of your life. Yeah. She's probably done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, and thank you to the community for being so welcoming, uh, letting me come back and uh, not treating me like some kind of crazy, horrible person. Uh, so <laughs> that means a lot. Uh, I, I was expecting everybody to kind of forget about me and be like, oh, who's that dude? Uh but Who are you? Again? I guess. How'd you get on the show? I don't know. I ask that every single time, and like it just, <laughs> it just happens. Uh, it just happens sometimes. Um, and I, I shout out to the PvP community who's hanging in there. I'm looking forward to uh, being able to interact with them all again, and the raiding community. Uh, I can say that we have a mock talk happening tomorrow. By the way, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we are actually bringing on members from Neverland. Uh, to discuss the world race because we usually have a world race show after it ends. Uh, unfortunately, the timing just did not work out in any shape or regard. Uh, but finally, we're going to try to remedy that a little bit and just get their thoughts on how the race went, kind of what they're doing now, and what the future looks like on the next race coming up with uh, Savage. So that's going to be a lot of different fun, a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, and we also have a couple other shows coming up. Uh, we're going to have our own PvP show. At some point, too. We're going to have a lot of overlap on the next few shows, I have a feeling. Because we're, we're yeah. doing the same kind of, like, catch-up and prep for the next patch, so. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, and we are going to have, uh, you know, another story show, too. Uh, and after this month, uh, as long as everything goes through, holds together, then, you know, we can keep this going and have Mog Talk, you know, be a little bit more, uh, I don't know, just back. <laughs> Existing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Existing, Yeah. Uh, and I might be doing some streaming as well. The channel has been changed to Mog Talk because I do put all credit to any success my channel has ever had to that podcast, Mog Talk. Without that, I, no one cares about Frosty. You know, they, they care about Mog Talk. So I feel like that was the appropriate name. Uh, and so you might see some 
just regular streams, a, a stream every once in a while that I'll pop on and do maybe PvP. Don't forget your ads. That's it. Oh, what ads do I have? No, have I mean ads? when you stream. Oh, yeah, and the ads. Yeah, the ads help out a lot because they buy diapers. So they're great. <laughs> diapers are so expensive, guys. Oy. You know my side side tangent. My mother tried to have me on January first because she they give you like basically like years worth of diapers if you're the first baby born in like the new really year. yeah. And uh, she couldn't hold out. I was 11 pounds. That wasn't going to happen. She's like, no, fuck that. Get him out. This is what's on. Give me, give me birth is one of the worst things anyone will ever go through in their entire life. Uh. And we are lucky to not ever have to go through that. So shout-outs to literally every single person who has given birth, because I, I don't even know how. I don't know how. Uh, no, I, I, I have okay, a big I'll poop and my day is ruined. Like, that's a whole different... <laughs> yeah. Man, <laughs> Christ. Uh, but yeah, anyways, great, great, great to end that on. Uh, again, thank you, everybody, for being so supportive and amazing. And especially thanks to Happy and Sly for... Over like so many years, still being such a great friend. It doesn't even matter uh, at any point. Even if we don't talk for like months, we can just pop up and talk, and like it's been like no time at all. And it feels good to have people out there like that. Yeah, I did extend that hand to you, but both of us like we're never. We're always so busy. It's like that's what happens in this industry, though. You're like, yeah, you can talk to me anytime. I know, but I know, yep. but I have to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we love you, Frosty. Thank you. Sly, where where can people find you? What are you doing? All right, let me make this quick before Chris Hemsworth takes me out again. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Um, just been doing a lot of hunting, you know, trying to get the MR100 before I start anything else. Um, so that... Um, Starting uh, the Soul Hackers One replay before uh, Soul Hackers Two comes out next month, of course. Uh, Going to do a, another uh, kind of murder mystery next week called Eurokill uh, after I get to MR One Hundred, uh, and of course uh, we got LunarCon on the way at the end of the month. Um, I'll be uh, doing a set there, and then of course first Saturday. It will be our third year anniversary of First Saturday on August 6th, so definitely come to that, too. And yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Good, Chris? Chris! <laughs> Sorry, you I cut could... out. <laughs> it it could have been Natalie Portman, too, I don't know. There you oh, go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, All I right, guess... happy. Yeah, I guess what are time. you up to? What you doing? I, uh, I'm so busy, Sly. <laughs> so, uh, you can find me, Mr. Happy1227, at all important places, not the unimportant places, thankfully. Um, I have a lot of things that I can't tell you about yet, but the things I can tell you mm-hmm. about are as follows. 
Final Fantasy Countup is underway. It is currently only on weekends. We are playing up through the entire franchise of the numbered games and likely going to be doing the offshoots as well after various goals and whatnot are set and met and etc. etc. Last weekend we played through Final Fantasy 1 and also did a four White Mage playthrough of Final Fantasy 1. And who knows if we'll revisit the other job sometime in the future. But that is going to be a marathon over the next year and all VODs of that will be uploaded to my new VOD channel where playthroughs of games are going to be uploaded Consistently, I'm even going through some old playthroughs of some old games and uh, posting those, but largely non-Final Fantasy XIV content VODs going onto the VOD channel for future watching, as opposed to flooding my main one with that. So if you type exclamation mark VOD in the chat on Twitch, or if you... Ah, bit my tongue. Check the YouTube video. <laughs> Listen, I talk fast. It happens from time to time. Uh, or in the YouTube video, I'll include a link to that as well. So if you subscribe to the VOD channel, if you just need some noise in the background, be sure to check that out and support it. Uh, on top of that... Strangers of Paradise DLC is is on the 20th of July. We just got it detailed today with a bunch of bonus missions and a new difficulty. It was a lot more than I expected from the DLC, in all honesty. Live Alive is a couple days later on the 22nd. Crystalline Conflict has the EU tournament on the 21st of the 22nd, which is co-streamable. So so we may do some uh, co-streaming of that at the very least on the 21st. on top of that, Octopath Traveler, Champions of the Continent, is also, I believe, out on the 22nd or the 23rd. And that is something I've been looking forward to since it came out in Japan. Uh, then we have Xenoblade Chronicles 3 at the end of the month. And then throughout August, there's the Deal Field Chronicles uh, demo that's going to be releasing. We're going to have patch 6.2, uh, either on the 23rd or the 30th. They said late August, so it's got to be one of those two. Uh, then September is going to be packed as well with Valkyrie Elysium and Dealfield Chronicles official release. Then October has Star Ocean and then there's God of War and then there's Harvestella and then there's Pokemon. And there's a lot of shit going on. All right. We got a lot of shit going on. And so we got a lot of shit to do. Okay. All right. So that's what we're doing. We're doing shit. And Monster Hunter also, it's free title updates all throughout. We got what? Lucent Narg and Seething Bezel in August. Plus some mm-hmm. other things, I think, as well. Some other, like, variants. Yeah, just the arena. Yeah. And the arena and, like, a few other variants. Yeah. They might slip in something like they did Basil last time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got, we got a lot of shit to do. And I'm already, I'm, like, at Mar 115, mm-hmm. I think. I'm going ham. Yeah. Little, yeah. little ham sandwich. Okay. But with mm-hmm. that, we're going to move on into a short post-show. And then uh, I have Raid in, like, an hour and a half, so i got to go get food. So... Thank you, everyone, for joining. Frosty, again, thank you for having us. And next week will be a lore catch-up show with one Pyro and potentially a second guest. I won't tell you who yet, but Pyro will be joining us for a lore show next week. And I know there's a lore mod talk probably sometime in the future, if I had to guess. It might have people who are similar coming on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. I don't know if it's the exact same people. It could be. <laughs> but it's like okay. It it's good. Be. It probably it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. it's a sure thing we got to close out on Mog Talk. It's something we got we to gotta, we gotta finish up. And make sure you go watch Mog Talk tomorrow, everyone. Yeah. Go watch. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye, guys. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. <laughs> okay, you don't. You, you can be done. They can't see you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to leave this last little bit in. <laughs> <laughs>